Yo, 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 well, how many yo's was that? There's quite a few yo's, isn't it? We'll put more in, just put more in. Just put more in, and by the end of the year, there'll be loads. Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808, and today we are talking 2022 hip-hop, the best albums of the year so far, some of the best verses of the year, best features, MVP, all that good stuff, and with me, joining me right now is... Raymond Ridge in Perth and James Midwinter in... Where are you today, James? I'm just outside Padstow. <laughs> Brilliant. Which is my least hip-hop <laughs> thing for the day. <laughs> so that... Good. We're cutting down Good. this time on this. It's done. Bang. Already. I'm bang, in Padstow. Bang. There you go. Places. Places. Uh, Raymond, how, how are you doing, mate? How, how are you, mate? Oh, my God. He looks fucked. Yeah. He looks blue. So You're getting enough oxygen to your brain, mate. <laughs> He's blue. Da, 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 da. Go on, mate. I've got COVID. Go it's going to be... It's going to be testing. Oh, Are you vaccinated? Still the puns. Are you triple vaccinated? Yeah. Oh, wow. Fuck, that must be... And it's still really bad, is it? Uh, I suppose what's really bad, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just fucking going on now, to be honest. It's been like a week. And Boring. it's just you wake up every day with just whole different symptoms. You wake up like, what's going to happen today? Dizzy spells, sweating, shivering, who knows? Whole body aches. Oh, I don't know. It's a it's a mystery. To be honest, today it's just been a bit of a headache. So that's how's it, was, how's it affecting your STDs? Say again. <laughs> how's it affecting your STDs? That for a minute. They they clashing. They clashing, or is it working together, <laughs> yeah, forming like Voltron? Raiders yeah. STDs. If yeah. anyone's actually genuinely wondering, I don't know if he does or not. Actually, he might have caught something, <laughs> but uh, I don't. He's a promiscuous man. He is promiscuous. Can you spell it? Like, he's oh, fucking. He's not not anything at the moment. Anyway, so no, it's been a joy. No. It's been a joyful week. And what I can say is that your fucking song selections have not been fucking <laughs> helping. Jesus fucking Christ! You know, just because even at the best of times, I put some your fucking song choices on both of you, and I'm just like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake! But when I'm ill, and then I'm putting it on, I'm like, what the fuck? What are you doing? What are you doing to me? I'm amazed you did it whilst you were actually. I thought you were more selfish than that. You've actually. Uh, <laughs> like, you actually are like. No, do you know what? I am. I thought you were a really selfish bloke, mate. But you know, <laughs> obviously, no. But you know, like we're all a bit selfish, aren't we? Like if we're ill, I'm not going to be sitting there going, "Can't wait to hear this uh, meat and potatoes boom rap." Can't uh, wait, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to hear some prime. <laughs> Both of you chose Kendrick. I'm not even fucking listening to it. I still want to listen to it. It's such a fucking generic, obvious choice. You're not listening. You've well, not even well listened informed. to the album. You're it's not well even- informed. No, nope. nope. it's well informed. Would you say that you're open-minded, right? <laughs> What's that got to do with anything? What's that got to do with anything? I don't know. You might can love the album. To- you might love. Can it. we just say hello to the people? Nah, no, no. Really you, really you can only listen. Sure. You can only listen to a certain amount of albums before you learn your lesson, and you're like, I'm not wasting my time with this shit anymore. Mate, I would stop doing the podcast if that was the case, because. You know, I wouldn't bother listening to your shitty decisions either. Doesn't matter. I'm fucking get, ill. We're going to get to this. We're going to get to <laughs> this. Uh, what's happening, Aaron? He's cranky. He, Free Music Empire there. in the house. Free Music Empire, Aaron, big up. Free Music to bask at the glory of James's hair. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. Big <laughs> to James's it's hair. wild at the moment. It's pretty I wild. Like it. 
I like it. So we're going to kick off. Before these hip-hop things, quick shout-out to all the patrons who go live with us and all the people who are supporting every month. But I did have a few pieces of mailbag I just wanted to quickly get into, and it might spark some stuff later on down the road. Uh, one was uh, our man Sunraw, who has been on for a few episodes. He said, Love Create-8's least hip-hop thing you did, Icebreaker, but the most random hip-hop thing in my life is Royce the Five Nines little skit at the end of Bar Exam 2. Now, you boys should go check that out at some point, but Royce is, you know, kind of just being funny, chatting shit, and, one, and he does say, stop acting like a little baby, and it becomes this kind of a little turn of phrase. Stop back. I'm not going to try to do an impression of it. And that's what him and his wife do. Sunraw and his wife go around with that skit as an inside joke. I thought it was so lovely. Thank you for sharing that. I really enjoyed that. Don't know if any of you guys have any hidden skits that you always, you know, keep to yourself at home. Hey, Mickey. Every day. <laughs> Every single day. Hey Mickey. Hey Mickey. Yeah. I always like enjoy the red man pissing in blackout. I think that's the one that comes to mind a lot, you know. Uh don't know why. Um but there we go. Uh least hip hop things then. I just want to shout out Sunroll for that. I, I really enjoyed that. You two guys, least hip hop things. Let's go Ray. COVID Ray. What do you think? Well, that's it. It's just having COVID is the least fucking That's the most oh, yeah. hip hop thing. The least vaccinated <laughs> group of musicians you could find other than country and probably our country they're probably as unvaccinated yeah but i am vaccinated and i still got it it's not it's just i'm actually i'm genuinely vaccinated mate i'm genuinely surprised you got vaccinated and i'm really proud of you for that because this your sort of reading matter and stuff like that you know i'd have thought you'd have been tinfoil hatting it all the way i I think you may have the wrong impression no i do i I do believe in science it's uh yeah it's kind of (laughs) can't really argue that yeah 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 (laughs) but um okay good good yeah it's nonetheless it's fucking it's fucking shit it's fucking shit it is rubbish. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it with Ray. I have a feeling that... <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was supposed Coke. to be upbeat. Was that the brief before we pressed record? Oh, be upbeat, Ray. Oh, okay, yeah, brilliant. Oh, no, well, no, luckily we've got you, some really know. exciting tunes that, that, that you've, you've fucking playlisted. I'm not happy. I'm not Apparently happy. it does affect your brain. So if you come in next time and you're really positive about all our albums, we'll know as you've got long COVID. Yeah, big time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, J- James, least hip hop thing apart from being in Padstow. Yeah, as we said, I'm in Padstow. Um, least hip hop thing. Yeah, in Padstow, staying with my mum and dad while my bathroom is being micro cemented. It's pretty un hip hop, <laughs> that is. What do you think of the micro cementing of uh, public bathrooms? Yeah, I don't think you're. Don't <laughs> think anyone's going to drop a hot sixteen about micro cementing their bathroom. No. Although. If someone was to, who would it be and why? It would be someone like terminology, actually, I think. Yeah. No, no it wouldn't be. It'd be, I'm trying to think, ASAP Rock. ASAP Rock would use, what was it? They've all got too to much money. They've got too much money. They could, like, it's a nice way to get like a concrete look in your bathroom without spending shit tons of money. <laughs> right. So it's like it would be a very thrifty rapper, someone who was not <laughs> yeah, trying to yeah. go balling and yeah. A, a working artist, a working artist. Love that. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. Enjoy that. I, re- I really enjoyed that. Uh, my least hip hop thing. Um, Father's Day has just gone and come by and I spent my Father's Day 
watching a Ronaldinho documentary with my little lad. With he's about five years old, and I'm trying to tell him the narrative as well as the skills. And he really went along for the ride for a good 30, 40 minutes. He was really enjoying it. And then he was like, "All right, Dad, I don't need any more." But that that was quite. You used to love Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho was a big characteristic of your personality. By still is, yeah. I don't, don't know if anyone on YouTube can probably see this, but I do have a Ronaldinho doll up there that I did buy for my newborn baby at the time and now i'm just keeping it I'm i think stuck. you're a, you're a bit like the ronaldinho of the podcasting game because you're skillful you're well liked and you just have a a, a genuine joy for what you're doing and yeah. and, and you're gonna go to jail for tax fraud so <laughs> yeah. yeah that that as well and i was gonna say once i let myself go the guts coming out like, you know, <laughs> yeah. he was always he was always on the tea tree oh no mate me and ronnie have had a relationship i'm sure uh, i've probably talked about it before but he is just one of the iconic figures you know when someone thing reminds you of a time and place and everything you were going through at that time it's kind of him and it's oh yeah it is him but i watched a documentary very good fifa plus documentary on him and all it's great even if you don't like you know football generally. what's it on just to watch this guy at FIFA Plus streaming website. It's a streaming website. <laughs> okay. Cannot Chromecast it. You have to watch uh, it on a laptop or, or, not or, do or that. a phone or something. Yeah, but it's good. It's worth it's worth it if you like it. Actually, brings me on to another piece of mailbag that I actually thought about. Liam K over here, right? Big up Liam K, long-time listener. Um, and he knows that I like a football reference in hip-hop. You two less so, but you're, you're, you're around for them. I think you might have found one of the best one, lads. Um, I thought, ah, oh, but see, I thought I'd found the most amazing and most unlikely football reference in hip-hop history. Cool Keith mentioned Neil Razor Ruddock on an <laughs> ultra-magnetic MC song, Don't Be Scared. It turn, turns out he did a little bit of digging, but he Googled it, and there's a boxer called Donovan Razor Ruddock. Uh. But we were that close. We were one Google search away from thinking Ultra Magnetic MCs had, had Razor Ruddock in one of their songs. Timelines may not match up, but I'm here for, I'm here for that kind of thing. It's definitely yeah. better than a Navy Blue football reference, which has got the worst football references in the game. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely prefer that. Uh, oh, lack, there's going to be a lack of Navy Blue, I feel, I feel, on this show. But, right, let, let's do it then. Let's kick into it. Let's see who's in the room before we do start then. Uh, uh, Osman Iqbal Gutenbend. He's in Deutschland, I think, there. Uh, so Ray believes in science, just not TDE, says Free Music Empire, <laughs> which I think is true. Although I think you like some J-Rock. I think there was Win, Win, Win. Win was one that you might have enjoyed. Uh, my least about thing, says Osman, is listening to a rap live stream whilst waiting for a taxi in a random German town. Wow. Fair play to you, mate. Okay, hope it's all going That's well. That's dedication, that is. That is dedicated. He's getting that his is. money's worth out of his Patreon subscription there. Yeah, 100%. I would like a live update of that as we go. That's okay. Hey, talk to the driver about hip-hop. See what's the most hip-hop thing you talk about. Yo, 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 just breaking up this episode to tell you all about the Crate 808 Patreon, a place where you can help support the show so we can make you more dope rap chat and to go out there and get some bonus episodes under your belt and also get involved with the live chats with the Crate 808 crew and guests. Go to crate808.com or go to patreon.com slash crate808. Sign up for as little as buying us lunch every month. You can get two bonus episodes, including including hidden gem album reviews from the golden era of the 90s and also you get our series focusing on MF Doom and Jay Dilla 
And also the Wu-Tang Chronicles. Once a month, we drop an album review of every single Wu-Tang member. We're going to go through every solo album and then review it for you guys. And right now it's Ghostface. Go in there, get them Ghostface Killer Editions in your catalogue. So get involved, help us grow this show. And yes, big yourselves up. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Boom. So let's kick off then. Let's do it at the top one that we always go with. Our favourite five hip-hop albums of 2022 so far, so in mid-year. And I'm going to go to Raymond Ridge first. Ray, I have ranked mine. You don't have to rank yours. Uh, James, same for you. I have ranked mine, though. Uh, what do you have first up for yourself, and have you ranked it? Um, I haven't and ranked they rank? I haven't ranked them. <laughs> he hasn't ranked them. That's fine. Because... Are they rank? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. What are you going up with first then, Ray? All right, my first my first album is um fuck, what's it called? Which Prop Dylan, uh Bushido Code. And it's mostly produced by Apollo Brown. So I I dedicate that album choice to to Jambo because I know how much <laughs> how much you love an Apollo Brown B. And he delivers his very particular Apollo Apollo Brown style he all does. across this album. It's so fucking satisfying. It's the most Apollo Brown album I've heard this year, definitely. It is, isn't it? It's so it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing because you say that you you say that as a bad thing, and I agree with it as a really fucking good thing. It's such a beautiful little moment. I love, I love, that isn't that the magic we like? The little you know paradox. I enjoy the tension between that, uh, Ray. So I've not heard of Prop Dylan. I didn't know about this. Uh, Apollo Brown's dropped quite a few things, hasn't he, recently, I feel like. He's dropped an R&B thing. Uh, he's dropped a few more. So I haven't kept up to date, you know, uh, with Apollo Brown. I do love Apollo Brown. What is it? Who Do you know much more about Prop Dylan? What is it about the album that kind of sticks out outside of anything else that might have come this year? To be honest, I've not, not, really not really heard much about um, Prop Dylan before, but he's like, he rhymes really fucking reliably. He sticks to the brief. He's got a... Um, um, a song on here dedicated to his uh, dad that passed away, which is um, actually, uh, yeah, it's re- really good, quite moving. Um, and he's got some, yeah, some pretty good um, features on here as well. Uh, Fashion, haven't heard, haven't heard from him for a while, and he's get, oh, yes, for sure, pretty solid effort on here. And um, who else? T- terminology. Um, Big. I think Elza is on here as well. Yeah, there's, there's like anyway, it's um. Like, he's just a solid, satisfying rhymer with a solid, satisfying producer. And it's just, like, you know what you're going to get. And uh, there's, there's some standout tracks on it. The, the album's namesake, Bushido Code, is it's, it's, one, it's just a perfect version of Apollo Brown doing his chopped-up um, strings samples. And he does that all across yeah. this. And I, I know, like... Jambo's eyes would just be rolling like permanently. Every every track, just like oh for fuck's sake, it's just I can't, it just I can't it makes get, me happy. I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get to that point of hating that though. I don't. There's a, must have been a turn in maybe James's life. I'm not sure where you were with. Let's say this is kind of Apollo Brown is birth from Pete Rock and Premier and Eric Sermon and you know Ditc. That kind of sound is him. Beautiful. It is. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. The weird thing is, I love, I think there's real beauty in that. I do feel like it is one of the genres in hip hop or production styles in hip hop that I feel like 
could be more dynamic like mid-track. It loves to keep that rhythm. And if you love that rhythm and it's a banger from the start, you're in. But sometimes if some boom bap, some newer boom bap, kind of needs something to kick it along a bit. I think this album, though, this isn't that. I thought this album was wicked. First time I heard it was about two days ago. I was cooking. I was in a good mood anyway. It was sunny. And yeah, like I've never heard this guy. Good rhymer. Um, can't say I like learnt much about him, but I wasn't probably listening to the lyrics as deep. But the beats, yeah, pretty much in by the second track of the of the album, I had to check on the credits. And of course, it's Polo Brown. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's why I love it. Uh, but it's a nice feeling. Nice feeling to kind of know that. Uh, James Bushido Code, where where are you at with it? Um, I didn't hate it. Like I, I I like this better than the Detroit album that uh, what's his face oh, produced. I or, yeah, I I just found that since like, maybe it's just maybe it's one of those things mm. where you're like you just hear it so often you're just like okay I'm not as disgusted by this anymore like and you just sort of become in sort of inured to it but um, yeah I didn't hate this as much I thought that. Uh, it was it. It's meat and potatoes rap, as you were saying. And mm. he's he's from Sweden, right? This bloke. And I was like quite amazed. Oh, at, is he? Yeah, he's Swedish, which is quite. I'm impressed that he can rap. That he's not a bad rapper, and it's the beats aren't awful. They're just not. They're like you, all those sort of references that you put out count. They're kind of like that, but then put through literally, and it literally is through, you know, a '90s PC. Beautiful or something like that. Beautiful pieces. Beautiful. It's kind of it's like pro, a processed version. You've <clears> taken a steak and then you put it and like chopped it all up into a beef burger. Maybe you like beef burgers, but like this is just I don't know. It just feels very processed. <laughs> you just literally described not, all of nineties hip hop and like like it was a bad thing. That's just ridiculous. This That's, is even more so. Okay, this is taking that beef burger and then mashing it up and then putting it into a milkshake and drinking it. Like Wally, <laughs> it's just not that, that good. Milkshake, Wally. It, the thing that I, the, I wrote down, I wrote notes while I'm listening to the albums, and what I wrote down mm. for this was it's a music for urban car ads. A male model leaving his finance job to pick up his kids, he's still cool. That's what it, <laughs> oh, that's no. what the beats sound like. They sound like stuff you'd get off of Epidemic Sound, like for the for the background. It's the kind of thing that you'd go. We're not using that for crater. We're not going to use that for a crater wait break. You know, we'll get someone better in to make a better beat. We're not just going to use some stock beat for it. It sounds like that to me. It's just too clean and too like artificial. But yeah, nothing wrong with it. It's not a bad album. There's no, there's no tracks where I was like, oh, I'm falling asleep here. They were all decent enough. I didn't, didn't hate Mm. it. It was, yeah, it was, it was fine. Just not my thing. Just so I got this straight though, I don't think it's like. Uh, when you said like it's artificial and stuff like that, I, I think I think there is a soul to it. I just think it isn't like when I think artificial nowadays, I think of something that's really trying to be streaming or something. You know, this feels like it knows its universe and it knows there is a let's want of a better word metaverse out there of other things it could be doing, but it knows this is what gives it the most let's say gratification. And I don't think there's many things when you get a good boom bap that are as gratifying i wouldn't call like it's going to call it later but cities of eve's music is gratifying but on a different level whereas boom bap is like i don't know i, I, I find the drums like, the drums feel don't the feel rich i don't feel the drums are very rich i don't feel the soul the soul loops are too chopped up they're not they don't feel like a pete rock production where you feel like he's got the vinyl he's taken it he sampled it on a 
you can't just hear that mm. crackle and that richness to it to me it just sounds like someone has got a load of stock uh samples together and it's just chopped them which he's literally doing and like i've got mm. no problem if it sounded didn't sound like that and it sounded rich it just doesn't and i can see his every beat i bet you you couldn't i could put together like a list of a load of beats and play them to you and you wouldn't know which album they were from. You'd be like, oh, is that off the Detroit album or is that off Prop Dylan? I, can I can't remember. Yeah. Apart from his Sky Zoo stuff, his Sky Zoo, uh, he, oh no, was it him? No, no, sorry, no. But this does sound a bit like Sky Zoo to me, so maybe I got that wrong. But uh, Ray, bringing you in, mate, what what do you think to, one, what I've said, two, what James has said? I want to ask you a few questions about Apollo Brown after that. <clears throat> I don't know, Jambo just loves coming up with just ridiculous metaphors. Oh, it's like you're making dinner and then you put it in a blender, then you fed it to your dog and then he shat it out and then and like a baby drank it. And then it was, it's like this fucking nonsense. It was, a bad, me- it was <laughs> a bad metaphor that you made better by saying that's all 90s hip-hop. Because then I was like, yeah, you're right. 90s hip-hop is like a steak that's been cut up into a delicious beef burger. No, and you made it better. T- the thing is, 90s hip-hop isn't me. like that Thank at all. 90s hip-hop is like a steak. Alone, it's the most yeah. beautiful thing there is. Like, hip-hop if there was, if there was music I could listen to for the rest of my life, it would be nineties hip hop. And if there was one meal that I could eat for the rest of my life, it would be a steak. It wouldn't be a fucking steak put into fucking mashed up into a whatever fucking recipe you're doing. Keep it, no, keep it, because we got we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to your fu- your fucking album choices, which <laughs> like it's just completely nonsensical given what you've just said. Anyway, what are you saying, Aaron? Can I shout out Aaron in the chat? Because he just said, that's the Meat Shake, a great album by Ugly Duckling. So there actually is a hip-hop reference to this whole thing. It's a Meat Shake. That's what, you, that's what you're going to start calling it, if you ever want to reference that again. I don't want to reference that again. I'm just saying. this. I, I, just, I, just, think, I just think the, the beat, it's a beautiful example of just boom bap, um, just sampling done beautifully. I've said beautiful yeah. too many times, but I got COVID, so you, I, I'm limited with my vocabulary today. And not many things are beautiful when you've got COVID. Exactly. What What do you think then? This is one thing then. I know we're stretching this out a little bit more than we want to, but mine are going to be quite quick, I feel. Uh, yeah, if only. If, if then, fucking right? if only <laughs> yours would be quick. Jesus Christ. I'm not going to talk much tonight, guys. I'm going to, you know, just keep it quite, quite succinct tonight. I actually don't have much to talk about. Uh, but, but uh, no, I was going to say, right, Apollo Brown then, as a producer... What does he bring different that that other producers aren't doing at the moment for you? Well, for is fucking it, drums for a start, fucking drum beats, actual he does drums. Have quite banging drums. I'll give him that. I can yeah, see yeah, why oh, he's got amazing it. drums. He's I mean, there's lots drums. of rappers with drums at the moment, but his drums do stand out. I'll give you that. Definitely. Yeah, I would yeah. say that as well. I can see why Ray likes the drums in it. They are quite bang. They're the same drums every time round, but like they are banging drums. They're never different, but they are banging. So. You know, if you like his, that. Uh, his, his sample chops, like the way he chops samples up, I love it. But mm. go on, Ray, what, what what for you is it? No, that is exactly it. Just like I said, the uh, yeah, well, actual drums for a start. And then, um, yeah, just the really satisfying, um, very almost obviously cut, um, like the, the string samples, how they're just, they're just, how, they, how they're chopped and sequenced is just, I don't know. I just really find that, I find that really fucking satisfying okay love it okay love that so right going get back into the chat before we go into the next one uh aaron's got his in no order mussolini in ninth wonder paul wall and terminology i have a feeling we'll talk about that in a bit Boom. denzel curry coming good shout coming uh, out yeah m dot mugs and rigs yes mugs and rigs gold we talked about at the beginning of the year check our review for that uh 
And Dre and Stu Bangers and Five Dog. Yeah, they, they, Dres, sorry. Dres has collabed with Stu Bangers and Five Dog. Yeah, that's some good shouts, actually. There's some good shouts. I can see why Ray's going to get on with Aaron. Uh, Freebooters Empire. Ray describes his favourite albums like a positive <laughs> used car experience. Four stars. I, I agree with that because Ray was like, you know, he turns up on time, sticks to the brief. It's very <laughs> solid. He's like talking about, <laughs> he's like a work, he's like some sort of self like part-time employed guy he's brought in. You know, bring him in. He's, he's reliable, <laughs> solid. He'll do a job. Yeah. He'll do a job. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. I'm trying to think of a footballer that does a job. Here, hit me up. Uh, that you could be called from now on. Uh, Steve Piper. Hello, Steve is here as well. Uh, what's he, watching one from the few trains running. Oh, right. Okay. So he's getting the train headaches. Free Music Empire. What Apollo Brown brings is dedication to that sound. Very true. Been working on it for so long. No yeah. drills into that. No one drills into that sound like Apollo for better or worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I think, as I was saying earlier, is that consistency too? It's, these shouldn't be bad words, though. I don't. You know, we're saying, oh yeah, we use, but in a in a world where you can be lost, like you know, we've talked about hidden gems on this Patreon, and there are people like the Lynch Mob who are just lost. You're never going to get that music again. There is someone who's still doing it, and it's kind of. I can't like it. I, I don't think this it. sounds anything like, like stuff that the Lynch Mob would be on. No, no, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, is that what, is, not what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, artists artists come and go, and the fact that some can stay around and still deliver for some people like us, uh, you know, good shit is yeah. like, yeah, should be commended. I think reliability is, is don't shit on reliability, is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, he's got a, people like it. It's that's all good. I've mm. got no problem. I don't think it's bad music per se. It's just not my type of thing. All right, we're half an hour in, okay. one album in. Boom! This is what we do. <laughs> we push the last few. Let's let's do Kendrick because I feel like that's, that's my gonna... fifth. That's my number five. Hey, what's up? This is Black Thought, and you are now rocking with the Crate Eight Hundred Eight Podcast. Yo 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 yo! This is Stretch Armstrong. Ooh wee! My name is Bobby Garcia, aka Cool Bob Love. You're now listening to Crate Eight Hundred Eight. Hey yo, what up, y'all? This is Prince Paul, and you're rocking with Crate Eight Hundred Eight Podcast. Yo, it's EV Evidence, Dilated Peoples. You're rocking with the Crate Eight Hundred Eight Podcast. My favorite shit. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is Master Ace from Brooklyn, New York, and you're checking out the Crate Eight Hundred Eight Podcast. Real hip hop. Let's go with my number five. I've got Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers. Uh, for anyone who's listening, we did do a 90-minute bubbly It was really good. Minute. I enjoyed that a lot. Oh, thank you, James. Uh, we did a review of it with Cinema Sci uh, and uh, uh, Fide Fly Fidelity. Go check those guys out. So that review is out there. So I'm not going to go on this. But apart from, yeah, he's just come back and just delivered over Mate, I didn't know album. what you meant from I didn't know whether you liked it or not from listening to that I couldn't tell it was hard to yeah no, that was that that was almost like five six days and I loved bits of it at that point but there were bits I just found really messy really complicated which I've had time to either settle with or listen back to and kind of make peace with a little bit of the really high points which are like this is the thing on this album over a double album it's one of the most consistent double albums i've heard in such a long time i would say that there is so many more highs on here than lows and those highs are some of the best kendrick's ever done that's amazing to think of his career but he's also got some of the lows and some of the more things i'm finding hard to kind of come to terms with 
featuring mainly Kodak Black and then at all the same time having different messaging and also your messaging being really Eminem at times. It's a very Eminem album, as I said on the review, uh, but on that other end, other end, I've been waiting so long. Maybe what says it most is, I don't think there's actually much on this album that's as good as The Heart Part 5. The Heart Part 5 delivered to me on loads of different levels and i don't think there's anything on this album that's probably as it's probably as good but not better um but that is kind of my general thesis on it uh james what do you think to kendrick you want to talk about it what 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 you got uh yeah i thought uh like i said i was really interested listening to you guys talk about it um i thought there's some really interesting points made um that sort of got me thinking about it because i was like like you know like you said it was quite early on when it got released and I kind of agreed with a lot of what you guys said that it is quite messy. And like I was sit, I was in Greece at the time on holiday, and I was just kind of driving around thinking about it. And the thing that kept going around in my head is that it's the end of his label deal, and that like mm. it feels like oh, I want to get onto this new thing that I'm going to do. And I've made all this music over five years because apparently he's got like 300 songs he's made, and I don't doubt it. Over five years, that's a lot of music. You know, a lot of time to make music, and I bet you. And like, I think it feels like he took all of the biggest talking point songs that he could find. There's, it's less sort of banger. There's less bangers on this, isn't there? You know, it's... Mm, yeah, 100%. There's not many singles. It's, there's not so many, many talking points though. Because I remember you were saying that like, there's like, you were talking about the earworms on there. There's lots of little tracks with like the sniper sound or get these, get these brothers off me like, the and stuff like that. There's <laughs> lots of stuff to talk about on this album. And it feels like he's kind of, I'm going to get this label deal done sew these tracks together and a lot of rappers would do that and it would be crap and mm. this is actually really good like i at first i was like i'm not sure he's pulled it off but like the more i've listened to it tracks that i thought i wasn't gonna bother listening to again i've got into my head just like that one the one with um, kodak black on it i, I like that song now silent hill <laughs> yeah, yeah it's good i didn't I, think i was gonna like that but it's sort of grown on me song. it reminds me yeah. it's He's clearly, like, as someone who's gone through therapy and done a lot of therapy in the last few years, he's some, it sounds like he's basically splurged in the studio a lot of the, over this period of time. And, like, mm. it's a really, it feels like a really honest record. Like, it feels like he's, mm. and I think Fantana said something that really, like, resonated with me, was he's, like, you know, he's, a, you know, one of the biggest music artists in the world, really successful rapper. He's lived a life that I would never know or understand, yet I can still resonate with things he's saying. Like, imagine how much, how much talent you've got to have to do that to make me living in Padstow go, yeah, I know how you feel, Kendrick. That, yeah, that yeah. resonates with me. And like, yeah, there's some really great moments on there. Like the whole stuff with generational trauma was really interesting. Um, yeah, it was a, like a real experience. I think anyone could listen to that. Even if you're not going to listen to it again, just listening it through once. It's a really great work of art, which considering I think it's a stitched together end of label deal album is quite mm. impressive. So yeah, that was my thoughts on it. It's interesting that you think it's that like, uh, it's almost cyn cynical. It's a cynical look at trying to, but it did, it did create instant conversation. There was an instant yeah. conversation. As soon as it dropped, there was so many things people were talking about on different levels of the album, because there are a lot of songs and there's a lot he digs into from Mother I Sober to Auntie Diaries, which is like, what the fuck? Like, you know, but but we can go. It's a splurge. Later, it's a big splurge, isn't it? Yeah. Which is what you do after therapy. After therapy, you like, you're thinking about yourself a lot. You're very self-centered. 
like you're all because you've been thinking about yourself so much you're quite you have like they call it like a selfish period where you're just thinking about yourself a lot afterwards and it feels like he's been doing a lot of that and he's just going like, i'm gonna just blah blah and you do tend to do that everything seems to rep- fill every conversation you have seems to bring you back a little bit to stuff you talked about in therapy and you splurge a lot i feel like that's kind of what he's doing and like it makes sense that it's his most personal album because you know he's mm. done a lot of fucking work by the sound of it but yeah, yeah it is problematic in places but he, well, hugely he does say on it like i've been to, you know i've been to a therapist so you should be scared or i can't remember how he phrases it but like Mm-mm. yeah he's just you know and like he does go, I love how- <laughs> yeah carry on sorry, sorry carry on. No, no i was gonna say i love how he's quietly menacing still sorry ray i will come to you but how it's quietly fine. menacing he is it's fine <laughs> <laughs> have you, you've not even listened to it though right ray you've not even listened to it for, for once it that- sounds like for all the fucking reasons you're saying like just fucking over ray it does it the fact that people are just oh stuff you got to oh, I'm gonna talk about oh a talking point oh a talking point I don't give a fuck about Kendrick it's fucking overrated <laughs> shit <laughs> I don't, I, yeah okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that, much, no, is that expressed like, enough it might be COVID yeah, affected a little bit, yeah, you've not even listened to it once though you're not even have you listened to no, it at he's all not, he's not in he's not in okay. fool me oh, once shame on you yeah. fool me fool me for me Maybe twice. he can talk to us about why he didn't like pimp to pimp a butterfly. For me twice, you're not going to you're not going to fool me again. <laughs> a fool? What's what's George Bush saying? <laughs> <laughs> you can't fool twice. You can't fool. You can't fool. You're not going to fool me you again. Can't fool twice. I do love that about <laughs> fucking prick. Uh, sorry, but can we can Ray just explain why he yeah. doesn't what what albums in the pack? Does he, do you have any Kendrick songs in any playlist? He does right? nothing. He none of them. It's all overrated. All of it. All of it. Even and, and, and I've gone back I, to it multiple. Interested. I've gone back to it multiple times when people are like, because everyone goes on about Kendrick. So I'm like, fuck, look, I must be missing something here. Okay, let me give it a fucking good listen. And it's just there's nothing. It's just all just mediocre. There's just nothing that's like, oh <laughs> wait, whoa, rewind, oh wow, rewind, rewind this moment. There's nothing. There's none of that. And maybe he's your pro- he's your prop, Dylan. That's what you're trying to say. <laughs> Do you know what he's <laughs> your <laughs> <laughs> he's your prop Dylan do you know the weird thing is about Kendrick he has this kind of uh, weird tapestry of things in my head that kind of always stay there like things he's just said and I always think oh that's a wicked turn of phrase or like levitate 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 and yeah. untitled and stuff like you know there's always these little moments and he's really good at that and he's got that push these off me up, huh. he's got the like huh has become that for me, where I'm like, why the fuck am I doing that around the house? But just, oh, oh, oh bad. The, the bangers on here, mate. Fucking hell. Mr. Morale, Ed95, fucking Ed95, and the video where Baby King gives a little kiss on the cheek, and fucking hell, man. And Mother I Sober, like my yeah, fucking Yeah, that's amazing. Feet, oh, my God. Like, what you, what's he say? Before you judge how we move, learn how we cope. I was just like, fuck. Yeah. Like, it's, it's that age old timeless thing be authors like richard price or whatever like can just put some that's always known but just to put it into words that i've never heard it said in that way before and then it stays with you and it sticks with you and he's just done it through this whole album uh i'm absolutely with you mate and i was just listening to the bangers today and there's like 10 there's like not when i say bangers they're not singles but 10 songs and i'm like Holy fuck, if he just made this 10, mm. it'd have been incredible. But then he wouldn't have been able to talk about all the vast spectrum of stuff that he does, like you've said. Father Tom. Is Auntie's Diaries in that 10? Because that's really great. I listened to that first song. I was like, that was amazing. Not sure mm. that's going to be one I listen to again. Love that mm. tune now. Like, it's so like moving. And 
I, I mm. really enjoyed your conversation because one of your guests is non-binary. Is that right? And like mm. they were sort of critiquing it from the point of the LGBT community. And I thought it was really interesting. I think you brought up that like, it's not really for them. And, and like, I feel like it's going to have a big effect on a lot of Kendrick's fan base who are ignorant of that kind of thing and mm. are going to, like this is going to sort of move the conversation forward a bit and like remove a bit of ignorance from the culture. I feel like it was a really I hope so. beautiful song. And like, he, he like stuff like him misgendering his auntie and towards the end of the song, he doesn't. And I think like that sort of progression it's, you kind of miss that if you just listen to it once. There's lots of little details in there about the story that it's really 100%. skillfully done. You know when you hear something, a bit like uh, we was it we cry together. You mm. know that's an Eminem. That's that's mm. Kim. That you basically done Kim. And but like when you hear something and you think that is a knee jerk reaction song. Soon as you've said the f word that many times, that slur, you've I felt uncomfortable. I was like. Bro, there's a be- there's probably a better way of doing this. Ray, you should probably listen to that just for reference. Like he does say the f word quite a few times. But he kind but of brings it back at the end, don't you think? He do- he do- that's what I'm saying. He does any misgenders, any dead names. He does all this stuff. But is it part of him doing it in an artistic way? Because he is clumsy on this album. You can't say on one track, give the women a break, and then literally a few minutes later, then say. Oh, Kodak Black's all good. He's fine because he's a black Israelite. And maybe that's a uh, big up Dylan Green for maybe poking, po- pointing that out. I didn't know that <clears> we were <throat> of the same kind of crew. So I'm not sure if it's, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. Is Kodak Black going to own up to something or like even take some sort of accountability to any of it? That's what doesn't sit well with me. But then. You should make too many spin- points, wasn't he? And like, if you, if Kodak Black's mm-hmm. on a different album, like where he's making a different point, then maybe, and like the R. Kelly. So if you, maybe you could oh, have that, on, yeah. but like you're you're dead right. It's a bit too messy. There's too much going on there. Mm. It's a bit. Sort but of... then, mate, look, who are we to sit? Maybe, like I said earlier, it isn't maybe made for us. And before you judge how we cope, uh, move, learn how we cope is a thing that does like. And maybe this is a learning experience for me. Maybe this mm. is a learning experience as an album for them. Me to then judge you. I'll judge you anyway. People do. People judge artists on their music. But, you know, uh, it's just very confusing. It's enthralling. It's dynamic. It's got stuff that sticks with you. Yeah, just one of the albums that I think is just one of the best of the year. But it is number five for me. And I don't can't believe wow. I put a Kendrick wow. at five. Uh, but my other four are just fucking, yeah, I cannot. I just can't. Uh, but let's move into the chat then before we move into James's uh, next one. Uh, <laughs> what have we got here? Uh, Meat Shake, good work. Um, Aaron. Uh, Apollo's got an instrumental LP coming out and the few tracks I've heard are great. I didn't know that. Oh, oh he's instrumental. Yes. I was just a brown tape again the other day with Ghost on it and that was amazing. Um, Dylan Green was awesome. Free music. You're right. Jack Patillo, evening, evening, mate. Uh, Aaron, all worse than Heart Part 5. Thank you. Heart Part 5 had the video as well. That's the thing. That, that the video. deep fake shit was amazing. Uh, Sniper Sounds, doesn't he host on Hot 97 in Osmond? Yeah, you're right, he does. I, th- I think that might be, yeah, it's Sniper, it's Silencer. I just forget. It's brilliant. It sounds like a bird cheeping for... after a while. Doesn't sound like a sniper. Yeah, yeah. Also, does, if you yeah, watch Alan yeah. Partridge, you know a sniper doesn't sound like that. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Kendrick's ever watched Alan Partridge. Hey, the Ghana documentary will be out actually soon on Kendrick, so we'll find out. Uh, free music, Mr. Morale feels like his Take Care, but with less palpable singles. Yeah. I've I, never yeah, listened to Take Care, so. Oh, Take Care is great. Take Care. I mean, Take, take Care, Drake. 
Yeah, yeah no, I've never listened to that. I'll, I'll take, I'll take a bit of that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I see that for you, music. I like that. Uh, Ninja Rose, Kambata, Raekwon, and Jay's Midwinter Wars. <laughs> there he is. He made this up. On, I like that. Kambata, Raekwon. Ray Kwan, love it, and James Midwinter Wars. It just works so well, Ninja Rose. I think we might have to change our names uh, to that. Uh, but yeah, people in the chat, let us know to what you think to Kendrick and to Prop Dylan, right? Uh, big up Prop Joe. Every time I think of Prop Dylan, I think of Prop Joe. Oh, this one's for Joe. Spoiler alert. Yo, what up, y'all? This is DJ Premier, and you're checking out the Crate 808 Podcast. Hey, yo, 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 this is your boy, Farrell March, and right now, you are rocking live with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, what's up? This is Del, the funky homo sapien, down with hieroglyphics, the funk pimp. Come on here for some good shit. Yes, yes, you're rocking with the best. This is the one and only Just Blaze. Right now, you're checking out the Crate 808 Podcast. This is Open Mike Equal, and you are currently rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, peace and love to this homeboy, Man, and you're rocking with the Crate 808 podcast. It's the place to be. So good for you. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor Nelson, your R&B ambassador, talking all things R&B and hip hop on the Crate 808 podcast. Hey, yo, yo, check it out, Mr. Rapper Big Pool, and I need you, 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 and you to make sure you check out this week's episode of the Crate 808 podcast. Tell everybody the rapper says so. Uh, next one up. James, what have you got, mate, as your... Have you ranked these? Is Kendrick in your five? Uh, yeah, Kendrick's in my five. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, so you haven't ranked these? No, I haven't ranked these. The next, definitely. I'm going to go Vince Staples. <sighs> Let's go. Which, go another on. West Coaster. So, yeah. I've... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's it's early days, but this is... De- I, I feel like this is going to be in my five at the end of the year. Such a great vibe. Fucking um, hell. Really. Ramona sort- Park broke my heart. Yeah, like a really digging deep into, maybe not as deep as Kendrick, but definitely he's sort of like looking into his emotions, how he's repressed them over the years due to his lifestyle. Um, yeah, just, a, and just, it's kind of taken a, <laughs> there's a lot of albums we've got this year, I feel, where people have either gone, let's have loads of singles or let's just have a solid no singles approach, the Griselda approach. And like, I feel like this kind of has gone that way. There's nothing, it just keeps a really mellow vibe all the way through. But over time, they get into your ear, some of these songs. And like, yeah, they really do. Yeah, that's really summery, even though that it's, it's that weird mix of bittersweet, of like summery kind of West Coast beats, but then like introspective, slightly darker lyrics. And like, you know, Vince is a bit of a spiky character. So, you know, he's never going to be poppy like joyful raps so yeah it's kind of a nice mix so yeah and uh yeah kind of reminiscent of yeah lots of old school stuff in there like i i was there's a little um on magic there's the little vocal sample which i was like where's that from and i was like ah it's from you know how we do it by ice cube yeah yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. it's the ice cube sample yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like that's such a nice little love that sample and the dj quick references and stuff it just feels quite nostalgic um yeah i thought I thought Ray was going to like this because this is the kind of thing where if you took oh, Vince yeah, off definitely. this and put Will Smith on it, it would be you'd be like, "Oh, this is summer every day, loving it." Well, let's find out. I thought Ray would have liked this. It's very West Coast. Ray, what, what, what are you are you into it? Vince Staples no. Ramona Park. Fucking <laughs> what a fucking boring album. He's literally he's literally the, like the, all the beats are average, and he's in on one of them. He's like rapping about being in the studio. Like how fucking. How dull do you have to be if you're like, fuck, I've got to record an album. What should I rap about? 
Oh, it's just rap about the studio. Fuck is that here, aren't I? Like, it's just fucking, I just found it boring. It just annoyed me. Oh, it annoyed uh, you. Look, I've got to get, I'm, look I'm, it might, I'm, there might be slightly affected COVID brain here, okay? There might be slightly <laughs> affected by that. Also, it's raining here. You know, it's like the, the two weeks it rains in Perth now. So, if, anyway, and I'm locked indoors. Okay. But, yeah, I just, no, nah, I didn't, I wasn't excited. If you're in a car, but, and this is on his car, I found his. His rhyme is just really basic and just not interesting. And then uh, the not, beats were like, it's I'll, not a lyrical give, miracle. It's definitely not a lyrical miracle. I'll give miracle. Ray something though. I am going to give Ray something on this. There are a few kind of tracks where this is why I didn't get in my five. It is my honorable mentions because the highs are fucking incredible. But <laughs> there are moments where I'm like, this is just like a track about you not getting with a girl or getting with a girl or like, and it's not really got much to it. Maybe it doesn't need to. Yeah. Maybe. Which track's that? To. Which track's that? Um, fuck, I haven't got They're all forgettable. Are you talking about the track where yeah. he's doing uh, I Gave You Power? A sort of version of that. Oh, as the gun, as the gun. Yeah, because yeah, no, that's no, really that good. I like that. Yeah, I like, that was good. That was good. I can't remember what that's called now. But, um, but then you have when sparks fly and that is one of my bangers of the year when sparks fly is just fucking brilliant and it is kind of r&b more than hip-hop but it is fucking brilliant uh, it's rose up the crate 88 bangers list it was quite low and now over time it's just got higher and higher and big up on bringing this album back what you said earlier was right i think i listened to this album picked out my favorite five or six enjoyed them but didn't react oh my god they're amazing and then for this i started visiting them again i was like oh fuck yeah, shit. Vince fucking killed it. And I've I'm a big fan of Vince. I, I think his top five is very fucking good. Vince Staples' top five, if albums he's done, are up there with Danny Brown's. He's like, consistent, isn't he? Yeah, I mean that's that's a big statement. Danny Brown's are amazing. I've even got a Danny Brown old t-shirt on right now. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think off the top of my head, I haven't thought this through enough, but maybe, I don't know, people out there uh, in the chat or uh, out there, hit us up. What do you think? Vince's five versus Danny's five. What, 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 which one Which one you go for? Is that one of them awful Instagrams, isn't it? Which one? Pick one. Like for With the BuzzFeed. Vince. With the BuzzFeed of hip-hop podcast. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, no, generally, I, I thought Vince brought it. Uh, I, I'm glad he brought this little fade from last year. He always makes one song a year that gets in my like top bangers of the list. Uh, like, I think for the last three years, he's had a banger on my bangers list. So that alone, you know, let's not sleep. And I love his personality. It's not It's not a high energy album, so I can see why Ray mm. might not like it. But I feel mm. like in a few years' time, when some of the aggression's gone out of him, he's going to, this is going to come on in the car as he's driving through Perth, the sun shining down. He's going to be like, this is a vibe. I like this. And he's going to listen to every track through and he's going, there's no skips in that. It's just a nice, look, really good, mm. chilled out with some good, like, DJ mustard bounce in there. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, he's going to change his mind eventually. Just could we shout out Rod, by the way, from Dead End Hip Hop? So I was listening to them when this came out. They did a review. And bless him, Rod got absolutely murdered by the rest of the crew. But he said, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? He sounds like DJ Quick. And everyone was like, he doesn't sound like DJ Quick. And I was like, does he sound like DJ Quick? But then I went back to listen and I was like, no, he doesn't. But I can kind of get what Rod is saying, like maybe something. But he got ripped. And I'm sorry, Rod. <laughs> but I just thought we talked about DJ Quick. and uh, yeah, I'm sorry you don't know hip hop, mate. I'm really I felt, sorry. I felt, <laughs> I felt for you, mate. I did feel for you. Uh, okay, then. Right. So we've got one down each. Brilliant. Ray, What? what is your next one? An unranked uh, album of the year so far? Unranked. Next one. And he's probably... 
I've not heard of him before this. So mm-hmm. he also probably wins the prize for, is there a prize for best name of the year? Best name ever. Uh, let's do it. I'll, I'm here for another category. Oh, I know Why who you're going to pick on. now. I know who pile, this is. Pile it on. OG, OG on. known for smoking. No spaces. <laughs> what a name. What a fucking wicked name. OG known for smoking. I never thought I'd see Ray bring a SoundCloud rapper to yeah. the pod, but he's bought him. This is, such, <laughs> this is such a fucking good album. And there's one particular ch- tune on it called Soul Surgery. This, it just sounds like, it sounds like a cross between MF Doom and Action Bronson rapping over Sade's beats. Like, do you know that? Wow, that is a lot. That is a lot. Isn't it? That is a lot. I can kind of see Doom. He hasn't got the lyrical dexterity of Doom, but... Yeah, so more action runs in that way, but... Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has impact. Def, I like... Uh, yeah, I like it. Go yeah, on. and it's just... Yeah, and just the just Sade's beats. And just as soon as I had that moment of realisation, I was like, fuck, this combo is... I mean, it's mainly soul surgery and that's mainly carrying the choice, but there's some other, like there's Bessie Smith, Black Extension and Peace as well. They're all, yeah, just the, that's a vibe. This is a vibe that, say again. What's the album called again? Uh, The album's called Soul Surgery. Oh yeah, so the, yeah, so the track. So the album's called Soul Surgery. (laughs) Yeah, Soul Surgery. He knew uh, where the strong points of his album were. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he knew the title song. Okay, right. Sorry, so Ray, you were saying, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's it. That's it. That's a that's it. It's a vibe. Just that whole, just the whole shadiness of it. It's just someone's got to, someone's got to remix it with Shade, and that's gonna be me done. There's <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing more. That's gonna be album of the year. Is it? Is it? Oh, I don't know. No, be, maybe not. Be, yeah. no, I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't call. know. And there's some other there's some <laughs> other fucking cool. incredible albums to come that. Um, well, we there could. I want to get to this category later about yeah. what could drop later the year. I've heard a few, few, few rumors uh, and a few things that are dropping. But yeah, OG no smoking. Don't know much about him. I heard uh, the single soul surgery earlier. I really enjoyed it. His bars are on point. The beats. Yeah, I don't know who does the beats on this. Then who's doing the beats on this? I don't even know who the beats. Uh, are I think it's. I haven't seen the credits or anything like that. Um, know it all. Um, is the okay. name of the producer right? Again, look how fucking dense underground hip hop is because I don't even fucking know this guy. I don't even know who these guys are, but they're bringing shit out of this. And I'm sure some of the stuff I've got in my list just, yeah, it's odd that there are so much breadth to it. And this guy's still, I wonder how many streams he gets, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it must be fucking hard in such a massive, massive environment. I can tell but, you, I can tell you because on the plays count on my desktop virtual Spotify, doesn't even have a number in the column. No one's listened to this shit. This is so underground. The people on Spotify, <laughs> it's not even registered for a listen. No, it that hasn't. Can't be true. I'm not saying that in a, a, a bad way. Like he just doesn't have the listens. Like so, it must be like under a thousand, maybe or something, on each right. track. But that's spot. That's only oh. Spotify. That's only Spotify because he is a SoundCloud yeah, yeah, true, guy, true. isn't he? So true. Yeah, Ray, look at you bringing something so underground. Underground, your Ray. Preferred your preferred platform of streaming, doesn't he? <laughs> but yeah no okay well okay there we go people out there if you haven't heard this album let us know what you think i would like to expand like put more into it but i'll be honest i haven't heard it like so in detail that i don't know what the themes are i could not tell you i just know it sounded good and not in the way that like jazz plastics when you gave me that that felt like last year it felt like that was an album that you could just ride to this one felt a bit more like nah i might just sit with this you know but i think there might be because it's just it's wordplay kind of was like yeah, it, it kind of, what's the word? 
encouraged me to. Yeah, yeah. There's, it feels like there's something in that to maybe unpick that apart a bit. I love your MF Doom and Action Blood thing. It, made, yeah. it got me even more hot. I think I've got a semi, right? I think when you said that. Here we go. I thought that, uh, well, did you, that high point is a low point, that that song. Uh, there's a guy on it and it just, yes. the beat and the guy sounded just like Rock Marciano to me. Just sounded uh, dead on. It wasn't Rock though. No, it wasn't. It was someone, no. it had a name that was a little bit similar though. What was it? It was... Pock Rossiano. <laughs> yeah. Grim, Grim Marcello. Grim Marcello. There. It's similar, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, similar. Grim Marcello. I, yeah, but Grim Mar- I, I, it was it was all right. It didn't jump out at me. It seems like he's going to be one of those, like he might might get signed by Griselda, possibly, if he can put out 100 albums a year. He sounds like that kind of, I don't know, he probably doesn't sell enough drugs, but I quite liked mm. a few of the lyrics in it. I liked on Soul Surgery where he said, I needed a soul transplant. My soul had a tramp stamp. Okay, he's, <laughs> he says it way line. better than me but it was a dope line that yeah. is a dope line that got me as well love that line yeah uh, so hold on he's not rapping about crime and shit though is he Do i can't remember I, can't, I listened I to this i don't think he's like, didn't sound like no, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just a bit of everything just really yeah random, he's not he's not gonna have yeah. drug talk to be on griselda but he's he's got the kind of beats and like yeah flow mm. that i could imagine him being on a, on yeah. a posse cut or something or Griselda possibly. how far is he from backwards because backwards right now as an independent label are kind of i think for consistency and quality like bar of quality they match griselda in the underground like for output the thing with Zelda is they just bring so much out and i feel like the reason i would just put a spoiler alert out there that tana talk four and god uh, don't make mistakes aren't in my five right now is one that came out really early this year and i have rinsed some men but after a while griselda becomes it's odd i don't know maybe i just listened to too much griselda recently but i feel like i want something a little bit more and that's where conway kind of has the edge on benny for me because his something more is i almost fucking died like when he starts talking like that and we'll talk about this later i'm sure but you know when he talk about his mom and what he's been through and stress and all this shit that is what is needed in a Griselda project now for me to really get into it because I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of getting attuned to their sounds a little bit more. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just you're saying you're getting bored of Griselda. That's what you're saying. You know, I'm getting bored of Griselda. <laughs> no, mate, I keep buying. I how can I be bored when I buy vinyl about of Griselda vinyl? Like every I'm waiting for fucking side B of Westside's last last year's thing on, on the way. So, but no, may, maybe this guy OG known for smoking could get something on backwards. I don't know, man. I don't know if this ever happened before in the past, but it'd be great if it did. Um, okay, Ray, like that. Uh, let's go to mine then. My next one. Uh, this is my number four. We did a review of this in January, so go back and check that out if you want more details. It went in depth. Uh, Metatron's Cube, AJ mm. Swade, and Televangel. Televangel. Uh, just what? Uh, where do I even start with this album? I think the thing is when something's been out for this long, and I'm still bumping it as okay. It's not as hard, but definitely still bumping it. You know, and I'm like, shit, like, I can't wait to listen to uh, what now is like, what are you? I remember loving Fox Bikina or Machina, uh, Wait the Wind, but three hours late now and Respect the Architect, uh, uh, Ruby's 5 by 10 those are the tracks now that have kind of, it's one of them albums, man. It's the artwork is sick. I went out and bought the fucking CD, the vinyl's on the way as well for the end of the year. It just got to that point. I think it was like May where I was like, yeah, I think this is just going to be, and I know. AJ Swade isn't like um, a lyrical miracle rapper, but he's also not, he's very, quite abstract at times, but I do love that about this. And it 
maybe just makes me love the production more. I love the fact that the production kind of is what I probably love more on the album. But AJ Swade's in the pocket and he's bringing things that stick into my like ribs. Uh, and yeah, just fucking hell. If you haven't heard this album yet, please, don't go, please do go support because it shows independent hip hop can be fucking better than anything. Mate, it's in my five. It's above Kendrick. And that's on rinsed. That's just on rinses. Like, you know, it's just get rinsed. So maybe at the end of the year it isn't. But like, yeah, I wake the wind, cross over, then I break your shin. Oh. If we don't make it out, we're breaking in. You got like, me right there. First line of the album, I was like, <laughs> I'm in. Bang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, James, what, what do you think to Metatron's Cube? Yeah, I loved uh, it. Smith? I think I, I messaged you about it. It was like, thank you for sending this my way. It's fucking great when you first saw mentioned it a month or two ago yeah this mm. is it's a really good album i haven't bumped it enough to be honest um mm. and like yeah the beats i take it i, I take it tele televangel is the, the producer is that right mm -hmm. Televan televangel televangel yeah. his beats are yeah. weird because they're like quite subtle in the way that they're they sound 90s but mm. also they sound a bit futuristic and i don't know how he's done it and it fits really mm. well with AJ Swade, who uh, my note for AJ Swade is he sounds like Mr. Motherfucking Esquire, but if he had, if he was technophobic and was scared of the government spying on him, it's kind of <laughs> rather than having lots of sex all the time. So yeah, that's kind of, yeah. and yeah, I don't know how they, he's, what he's done with the beats, but they are really lush, rich nineties flavor beats that sound progressive and kind of like they've yes. moved on a little bit from, and he's done something different. So yeah, really love this one. This is on my five. That. This is in my five, definitely. Is it in your five yeah, as well? Yeah. Okay. That, this is what I'm saying about the, the brilliant, you said that it's progressing it, but it doesn't shirk on any of the stuff I love. Like it doesn't think, oh, I've got to go a bit. Like Cities of Eve is going, I'm just going to get fucking <laughs> yeah. wild and out right now. I ain't going to fucking wear a yeah. beat on that shit. But this guy has this kind of ethic to it, which is like, no, I'm in this realm. And what I love is the dynamism in each, almost every track. It's not that long a project, but it feels longer because the music shifts so many times. Like in three hours late might be one of the best songs of the year anyway. I just love that fucking song. But that reminds me of James Blake. I was like, that shit reminds me of fucking mm. James Blake. How's that happening? And like, um, respect the architect. I mean, that's grimy and sinister on the same album that's got three hours late, which has also got something like terror. Uh, you're better off trying to stare down Gary Boosie. I've talked about the beginning of the year. And I <laughs> yeah. love that line. Like imagine a stare down with Gary Boosie. Come on. Uh, but you talked about Mr. Motherfucking Esquire. I'm going to go to you Ray in a minute, but one of my shouts for verse of the year that we're going to talk about in a bit is with a must, um, must motherfucking Esquire on respect the architect. Cause it's just, he doesn't care. He literally breaks the mold. Like he just thinks now nah, I'm not going to be chained down to any kind of thing of rhyming or whatever. I just want to say this shit. And for people who didn't hear the January review, I'm going to bring it back now. This, this is fucking brilliant. Fuck every listener you had on Spotify wrapped. If it was 1.5 million ends, I will literally fucking email every one of them individually and <laughs> buy themselves a virus and make sure the computer break down so they never listen to that bullshit you record because I fuck with your shit, but I fuck with me more. I could go to my crib. I'd rather run up yours, like put the remote control down everyone on the floor oh that's your sister right there i think i fucked her before and that is a whole thing i was like what are you it's like when ghost would just take the mic and run and you're like having to keep up with him yeah what are you saying right now but yeah fuck, fuck your spotify wrapped was just like great so i love that uh 
Ray, we talked about Tom's Cube. I don't think you'd heard it at the beginning of the year. Uh, so you gave me some space to wax lyrical. What do you think to it now, mate? Yeah, I've got time for it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really fucking good. Um, I was listening through to it going, all right, well, what's the standout tune? And there's just there's too many. There's like, you start with, so Wake mm. the Wind. I just, Wake the Wind, Watch Out, Reaper and Rubies were, were my standouts. Reaper. But there's still, there's, there's still like, uh, there's others in there that, and plus I was listening through to it being like, okay, no, this, this needs more time. And that's that's what that's what mm. I'd say. It deserves more time, you know, to really listen to like those that example of those lyrics that you said. Then there's just there's there's a lot to uh, to check out here. It seems like quite a rich project, bro. Hold on, uh, you know this is making me feel. This is making me feel that time when you bought Stone God Cook's Reasonable Drought, and I just thought I fucking love Ray. You know, all that shit that we go through, you know, we do this for fucking, we've been doing this for a few years now and we get, we get in a few heated arguments, but this, there's nothing like this feeling right now where we're all <laughs> agreeing on an album. It didn't make you five though, did it, Ray? Or did it? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. But no, I'm, I'm glad. And I'm glad that, um, it's something that's a little bit more, what's the word? Ethereal. I don't know if that's the word. Esoteric maybe. Uh, but it's, you know, it's kind of that, what do you used to call it? Laura Ripson rap, that kind of thing. I could see why you could think it is. I actually think AJ Swade goes for every fucking syllable. Like he kind of bang, bang. He, it's not a metronome. Yeah, he it's does. It's not ransom. But yeah, but he's, not he's not, yeah, but he's, the way, the way it's recorded as well as similar to what, what Jambo was saying as well is like, it's not out in the forefront, right in your face to listen to. It's kind of there and you're like, all right, it's in the, it's in the tune, but you listen to them. Do you know what I mean? It's, I can't I can't describe mm. it. It's not like he's bang forefront in your face. Like like we'll get to with uh, Meth Lab, the fucking Meth's right there. He, oh. and, you know, and that's that's a whole different like hip hop experience. But whereas this is, um, yeah, something to sit and pay attention to. Because mm. I think I remember saying in Jan that for you, AJ Swade could be key. Because I said it's the bridge between someone like Rap Ferreira and Navy Blue to Ransom and RJ Payne. He is occupying this role. And I don't know if it's, I think it's just natural. The thing is, none of it seems forced. None of it feels like, oh, that's a space we could occupy. It genuinely feels like they're doing them. Like, it, okay, you can look at the artwork and go, that's West Side Gun influence. But it's mm. it's probably some of my favourite artwork this year is the Metatron's Cute artwork. And it is kind of, I'm not sure if it's a reference of a famous painting, but it's beautiful. Um but I think there's just moments on it, like you said there, where you have to sit there with it. Hemlock Ernst is on this. And big up the features. The features, I did not know who Chesky was. People, thank you for tell, schooling me up on the in, in the chats. And generally after our review in January, people did. And this fake four imprint, I do not know about the label, but now I'm signed up. I'm glad I've got to find this little universe out. Hemlock Ernst, I'm not sure if you know, do you guys know who Hemlock Ernst is? No. He is the lead singer of Future Islands. And uh, ah. so he has millions of listeners and me and Ray saw, uh, you remember seeing them in Latitude, Ray? I know we were quite hammered at that point, but he was the guy that's dancing ridiculously and we were right at the front. That's this guy on Three Hours Late. He then changes his whole thing. I don't think he's done any interviews under Hemlock Ernst, but um, he on here is amazing and his work is really good. People go check that out. Um, 
so yeah, Premrock on here as well. Big up Premrock. Uh, but watch out, you were right. That dull horn is just fucking brilliant. Master Shake. Whew, opulent beauty is what I wrote after that. I don't know how high I was when I wrote that, but that, that was, it is very beautiful. Uh, the Ruby's Beat Switch. You know I love a Beat Switch and there's a few we've got to talk about, but that one is just filthy. Um, and 5 by 10 just, yeah, fuck man. What an album. So yeah, there you go. Metatron's Cube. Let's go back into the chat before we move on to the next one. Uh, what have we got here? Um, oh, free music. I got a roll, but got locked and loaded for Friday cam. Yes, me and free music on the Free Music Empire podcast. We'll be talking a few more hip hop and general music shit from 2022. Uh, Ninja Rose, lol, Ray of Sunshine. To be honest, I agree. I don't know what that's referring to, but I'm guessing it's your general. All of it. He agrees with everything Ray said tonight. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> Steve Pope, Steve Piper, radiating menace, radiate. Ooh, that is beautiful. I like that. Radiating menace. Uh, Ninja Rose just realised I missed shitloads. I've only got the reindeer email. To- oh, sorry, man. I'm sorry. He's, he's on late. Uh, if he was known for slanging rather than smoking, he'd be on Griselda. Says Osman. Yeah, I'm sure he's fine too. Yep, good point. It's in the name. It's in the name. Uh, Ninja Rose, Cam, you're right. Griselda does become a bit old quick. Conway is the one that brings more of the party, without a doubt. Uh, Aaron Zarmageddon fuck yeah I forgot Zarmageddon came out this year as well they're, they're so fucking uh, res- consistent uh, Conway brings more to the party but for god's sake don't put him on a party please Ninja Rose says James Bidrin what, what a terrible <laughs> thing to throw on a party for putting his latest album on everyone shh, shh, listen to this you know why I'm stressed <laughs> you know why I'm stressed because this shit no you could put John Woo on and that might get a few of the stoners in the in the corner going, oh yeah, the hipster stoners. Maybe maybe John Woo. Uh, Ninja Rose has got his five here. I'm not going to read those out yet. Too. We'll save them for a bit. Don't, no uh, one's interested, so- Ninja Rose. He's not interested. Cam doesn't want to know. Sorry. <laughs> you can read it on the screen. Delete that comment, mate. Right. Sorry, Cam doesn't want to know. <laughs> no, I'm just going to save that little morsel because it is now James's. Is uh, it mine? Yeah, uh, it I is. Think, oh, no, no, it's Ray's. Had- right, right. Okay. No, no, no. It is yours. Uh, yeah. Okay. What did you? Uh, I've, I've done so two. I've, done, I've had three because yeah. I've got Kendrick, Metatron's Cube, and Vince. So I only got two more. I'm going to go Currency, uh, his latest one with Alchemist. Continuous. Okay. Tell us more. Again, another bit like the Vince album. Another solid set of songs put on start to finish. Vibe out to. They don't like. Oh, here's the pop single. Oh, here's the one where I'm going hard. There's none of that. It's just dreamy, like, sort of alchemist beats. They've got drums on them, Ray. Would have thought Ray would have got that. It's not bit banging, like, boom bat beats, but they've got drums on them. Alchemist with drums. The sampling's amazing. This is what sampling is. Where is he finding this from, Cam? How is he finding these samples? How is he getting them cleared? How is he finding them? They're amazing. Have you heard his, his, his score for that Cosmos? Or I think it's a track. He did a score for a film yeah. this year. And even that, I was like, what the fuck are you doing here, Al? Like, you should listen to that. It's, it is like, what, what world are you operating in where after decades of sampling with geniuses like Dilla, for example, or fucking Doom or Primo, and yet you're going, nah, I'm just going to keep going though on i'm just gonna keep going and keep making it brilliant and it's they're not and it's like they're not he's got a vibe we you can tell it's an alchemist beat but he's brings so he's like premier because premier will bring in really interesting sounds into his tunes whereas i'll bring samples where they're just so rich with different sounds in them that they're really mm. rich each track's got like 
I don't know how he does it. And he does it over and over again. And this is another, this is an album where Currency's pick beats I like because it's not the Conway-esque menacing alchemist or the mob deep menacing alchemist. It's like, a, it's a bit yacht rocky alchemist because he's- Oh, it, it's the smoking. Yeah. It's the currency. It's the, it's the currency alchemist. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love this the whole way through. This is, this could be my album of the year just for- play value i can just put this on all the time and just listen to this it's such a rich well, experience but his lyrics no, no. are a bit currency's not my favorite rapper and like he doesn't mm. let the beat kind of uh air out he tends to like to go da, 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 over he can be a bit ransomy i imagine to but he's mm-hmm. got such a great voice and a chilled sort of relaxed delivery that i can kind of get with it it's fine come on come on in Ransom, stay out. <laughs> Currency, come on in. Uh, uh, two things I thought, actually, recently. Uh, what first one was, ever since you called Ransom a metronome rapper, Ray hasn't bought his, like, projects this year, which is odd, because I thought the project he bought this year was such a Ray... Murdered I was waiting for you to put that in your five. Murdered I know, but I loved... I, I, I really enjoyed that project. I was like, why has Ray not put that in his five? And is has has James got in there? With of course his I haven't. Of course I haven't. No way, <laughs> he's closed. Oh, he doesn't listen to a thing I say. Uh, fair enough uh, and two i was um okay this is a prime example of why 41 year old dads aren't probably the best judges or critics of music because i had listened to uh currency when it come out two or three times uh that probably that first two weeks i was like yeah yeah that's right and then just didn't go back and then actually got lost and i didn't even care you were really surprised that i was bringing this weren't you yeah and I was like, you're bringing a current... Okay, uh, but like in the past, you've bought Rap Ferreira, you've bought... And, you know, I often find some common ground. So went for a walk, boiling hot sun, lovely walk to get an ice cream, walking around, and then about four tracks in, I just stopped and literally stamped my foot and was like, fucking motherfucker. Yeah, this is a fucking great album. Like, already, I know Signature Move. How have I just ignored Signature Move? That's what is that about art that sometimes you just don't get it, and then you have to be in that scene or setting or frame of mind when it hits. That's like one of the bangers of the year. How the fuck? And it's Alchemist, who I should always give time of the day, which I usually do anyway. Um, and Currency, who I do like. Uh, I'm, I'm not like, although on this, I think his lyrics, I don't know if they're higher in the mix or what, but they hit harder now to me. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I've really enjoyed the production more, but. Yeah. What's the album called again? Because Currency's had a few projects that. What's this one called again? This one's called Continuance. Continuance. And as Ray correctly said earlier on, on our chat, which album did you bring? Oh, of course you bought that one. The other one's rubbish. And that does say something about Currency, doesn't it? That I'm not sure I'd listen to that other album but based on the beats just aren't. And like the style isn't mine. But bring this all day, mate. I'm all but over I'll done it again. Ray, what do you think on the Continuous? Continuance. Continuance, yeah, it's all right. And I saw the standouts. Uh, so, whale watching and um, signature move, this the standouts for me. But what I did notice, me, you, right? What I did notice well, about cu- about currency was basically a comment to Jambo. You love listening to rappers just ramble about shit, and just you know, like this, <laughs> oh, yeah. like currency. There's nothing. There's nothing like oh wow that you know about. The lyrics is it? It's just kind of yeah, it's all right, and it's really carried by the Alchemist beats. That if you're into mm. Al's beats, you fucking love this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Currency's not yeah. like, like I said, Currency's 
he's a, like a meat and potatoes rapper. He doesn't, yeah. he's not, not flashy. He's just chilled in the background. You occasionally get a little, like his line about the gender reveal, that little line he throws in. He occasionally comes out with something quite clever, but yeah, mm. you're not going to be, you're not going to be going on genius anytime soon going, Oh, that was amazing. Just, no, but I do, but not every rapper has to be that, no, either, does it? For like, me, it doesn't. It's a good, no. it's just a good listen. Like, yeah. it just sounds good. Like, yeah, you're not saying that, making me go, oh, fucking, I'll rewind that. But it does sound good. And you are in pockets, like, he's not like, da 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 all the time, yeah. I don't feel. I think he is in pockets. Sometimes you've got to let, stoked. you've got to sort <laughs> of, the reason why Nas is such a good rapper, especially on his first album, was he had amazing beats, but he didn't stamp all over them which you mm. can't say for another project that's going to be brought up here, which has really good beats, but the rapper on them just can't let the beats. Oh he can't, he has to shout over everything. He's got to, he's got to sort of outdo the beat with his rhymes on every single song. Okay. Yeah. The currency right. just knows well, where his lane is. He's like, it's me and Al. It's both of us together. I don't have to be this big show off on it. I can just sit in my lane mm. and make a great album. Who, who, who sampled that this year on an album? There was literally what, that. me speaking just Prop, then? It's on, no, it's on Prop Dylan. It's on Prop Dylan, isn't it, where he goes? Is it on Prop Dylan where he goes, you know, I know my lane, I stay in my lane, and this is my lane, and I enjoy it, and I love doing it. Isn't that Prop Dylan? I'm sure there's an album we're bringing today that has that, because I was listening to it recently, and there's a ver- and I was like, oh my God, Can't yeah, remember. you're literally doing that. Uh, but it, That's oh, one of the metas at the moment in hip-hop, isn't it? Don't try and sell out. Like, if rappers were doing this in the 90s more, there'd be a lot more successful rappers they'd had a longer career a lot of them like they but you, you go for, you reach for the sun mate yeah you fucking yeah. sometimes your wings get burnt but you gotta go for it man this is why our ghost face episodes have been so good and ray's been on them for the patreon because you realize he does fucking reach for it at times and it doesn't always work but fucking fair play you did you did and now do what you want um right so let's go back into the chat then before we go into my one my next one uh here we go. Ninja Rose's top five here. Billy Woods, Aethiopes, Elucid, I Told Bessie, AJ Swade, Metatron's Cube, Kendrick, and then this was my one of my, I want to bring up, bring up the chat now, <laughs> might as well. Uh, Death Sea and Boathouse, right? It's uh, a brilliant name. Mate, De- Death Sea's a rapper. Boathouse is the uh, producer. Let me quickly find, because uh, Ray, I do feel like uh, all for all debts, public and private, it's called, uh, this album, I'm sorry I couldn't bring it in my five. I fucking love it. The whole album is brilliant, uh, and it's right up your street, Ray. Like the yeah, the beats are banging. It. His rapping is he is. I'm so glad and big up on Defsy by the way because he tweeted uh, my chat with Next Movement podcast that really got me into his stuff. And uh, yeah, no, where uh, he's he's brilliant and yeah, the intro is amazing. Even intro is what it's called on that is is probably one of my bangers of the year love that track uh, as is ragnarok but uh, yeah so there you go def c uh a boathouse there for him osman iqbal conway is very much scaring the hose music it really really is that isn't it <coughs> <laughs> that's the meme going around and we know what that means now so yes it's scaring the hose music uh osman iqbal ray brought ransom's joint project with rome streets for 2021 you did i did, did. did. Boom. There's yeah, that's a, a year, full year between projects. He's not even bought anything this year. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Plenty of time. Uh, there's plenty of time. He's learned there his is, lesson. There is. He's learned but his it's lesson. good. It's actually good though. This album. It's not like oh yeah. It's a. But he's saying shit, man. Ransom is saying some shit. Um. But okay, my next one then. Let's go number three. This is ranked. I've got it ranked at the moment. Raja's son Iblis. 
Uh, I am sorry if I can't if I've got those uh, if his name wrong, but I'm going to go with Iblis as I go into this. I've never heard of him. I heard of this just on my timeline. I believe it was Blood Money Perez, big up man. I think you had it on your TL somewhere. You were tweeting about it, and holy fucking shit, what a fucking album! The artwork. I've even thought, hmm, do I get that artwork for the house? So big up Iblis. I, I actually have been thinking. I've been wanting to get some art in the house. Broken Sea Facts. You're going to put Broken Sea Facts. Yeah, there. Broken Sea Facts in the house. I actually That's really like the app, but it is Broken Sea Facts basically. But yeah, it is good. <laughs> I do like it. No one would know apart from you. Uh, but but so Iblis, I did a bit of digging. Obviously, I don't know who this guy is. Uh, New York-based producer. So uh, he's done stuff with a Kai Solo load. So I can I understood because I love Akai Solo. Well, I wouldn't say love, but I like Akai Solo a lot. Uh, I need to get to that project, which goes bang. He did some stuff with Kelly Chris. It's been amazing. But so that's his background. Got it. Got into this. <laughs> the title's dedicated to his dog, which is beautiful. And it, it, I think he, I think I've read something about it. it's him taking his dog out for walks is this album's kind of muse should we say and i thought my kind this of album. album yeah right. <laughs> right and this would would be an album that is brilliant for dog walking <laughs> and it made me think of rap music to walk dogs to which then links in from the same people who brought you hip-hop to go kestrel watching to <laughs> if you remember that was one of the things i was listening to alfredo and there's a track on alfredo that i was like oh my god this is perfect when you watch kestrels hunt same thing so with this Roger's son <laughs> Roger's son Iblis is music to go and walk dogs go to, and walk your genuinely. whippet to this and then get a pint of bitter <laughs> pint of bitter get your whippet and get a pie sausage roll whatever you like uh, but if I can just wax lyrical about his album because I don't think enough people have talked about it if I'm being honest and it's very independent it's truly truly beautiful for me there is it's not even about anything in particular very beat tapey but because it's not about many things in particular, there are features on it and they are really good. And he does have these um, definite moments of words or skits surrounding identity, history, general spiritual fucking vibes and shit are in there. A lot of it, I can imprint my own feelings and my own thoughts onto this album. And it's such a liberated fucking thing. You know when someone's not telling you what they think, and it's almost like art, like it's abstract art. You can go in there yeah. and go, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just feel this about this because that's how I feel." And I almost don't want to read any more about this. This is how what this song is for me. This album is full of that. Uh, I want to go into a few tracks, but James or, or Ray, what do you guys think to Iblis? Have you heard Roger's Son, and and what are your thoughts to it? Ray, do you want to go first? Uh, you're itching to get to this. You can't wait. Oh, God, yeah. He's he's so leading, much. Leading You've been banging this every day, I imagine. <laughs> he's leading in. He's leading in. Yeah. Go, go on, then. Whoever's got it. My notes say just no. <laughs> okay. That's fine. It's, 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 it, didn't, it didn't grip me. It didn't, it grip me. The, beats, the, bits, the beats didn't grip me. And the, well, there's not much lyrics, is there? So. No, no, it's a beat. It's more of a beat tape. Yeah, I would say that it's. it's so uh, that's why. But I'm, that's what that's. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 a no from me. No from you. Okay, uh, James, are you leaving me hanging? Where are you? Uh, yeah, I uh, of all the tracks with rappers on, even Akai yeah. Solo, who I quite like, 
mm. could do about them. Just take them off and just make it a B-tape, but then you wouldn't have been able to bring it to this because it wouldn't. You, you've had, you've got strict rules about B-tapes being bought. Uh, the beats <laughs> exactly. are lush. Really like them. I really like what you said about you know art that you can. I think that's a deliberate choice with a lot of art, like and films mm. as well. Having it's why all heroes tend to be bland in Star Wars films, so we can imprint ourselves onto them and feel mm. that we're in the film a little bit. But yeah, like yeah, lush, really lush beats. Take, I'm putting a lot of these into my instrumentals players. Dangerously close to the what's it called? Lo-fi hip hop to do your homework to at times. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. I've got no but, problem with that though. I've not got a problem yeah. with that. Like I do like that. I will do you know work to that music sometimes. But so it's it's not like groundbreaking, but it is lush. You could definitely do yoga to this. Yeah. Oh, mate. Perivo Master League is made for this. <laughs> like, I literally, it's just, you know what it reminded me of? And I think I've got a few moments as well in it where there are just moments in this that take me back to the first moment I it's fell cool. in love with beat tapes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but when I fell in love with beat tapes, I think it was in like, you know, like little transitions on Tribe or De La Soul or uh, Primo was great at it. He'd put like a little... Pete Rock, does, Pete Rock does it all the time. Every Pete song Rock. seems to have a little little bit at the end. Yes. All, all, all those, like, so there's a track on here called uh, Manjet Mesquette. I don't know what that means. What's the, you know, what was the purpose of the Celestial now? It's been ringing in my head. I do not know what it's about. I do not know what it's, again, kind of things I can just make my own mind up to. So that kind of vocal sample got me. And it's always been there because it's in the part of the song. But that is one of my favourite songs of the year. And the piano keys and the vocal sample take me all the way back to the what I wrote here, to the womb comfort of first falling in love with beat tapes. And yes, <laughs> womb comfort is now... So I was right, it is a bit like when you were born. That's lovely. <laughs> it is. Womb comfort. Someone's been smoking it's... a lot of weed this week. <laughs> <laughs> I got that good shit, man. I got that fucking icky icky. Do you, uh, smoke, no, but... do you smoke much, right? Do you smoke much weed? He's a cop, man. Can't be smoking. He can't. Weed. This is interesting because I think that you could you could literally it shows well, our musical said. taste. Like you, you're the you're the biggest druggie here, Cam. A lot of like, psychedelics and stuff like that. So yeah, and then there's me in the middle, sort of bridging the divide. And then there's Ray, cop. Probably the most she does mm. is a line of coke to get really angry and beat up some <laughs> criminals. <laughs> like bad lieutenant. Yeah. <laughs> he's full on Nicholas Cage. He's not doing time. mellow drugs. He's not like doing, yeah, he's doing yeah, sort yeah. of. He's amped up. Yeah. He's pop, pop, pop on the weekend and punch on his face. <laughs> that, sounds a good, that sounds like a bad boy chiller crew. Don't album. do drugs. Bad boy chiller crew would definitely bring that up. Drugs Don't are illegal. Drugs. You drugs are, are bad. Right. Drugs are illegal. Drugs Don't want to get demonetized. Don't do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even monetized yet, I think. But, but yeah, yeah, so that's what, yeah, you're right. It is that, but that has, it has it all over this. Black Vessel, same vibe. Love that achingly beautiful and i still need to rewind it today which is a big thing right for me like i don't I th this year more than most years in 2022 i feel like i found my good shit early and just haven't really branched out much further and it's odd because it doesn't feel usually i'm like oh no i need to check this i need to check this i need to Ray check spent this. his whole life like that <laughs> he got his good shit in like late 90s early 2000s he's never bothered since not interested and he's just and he's just there love yeah. that exactly <laughs> uh but uh, but then you know uh, so this has been rinsed uh the trees are talking to me 
feet switch on that is one I want to talk about. I also have a little shout out to Kelly Chris. Uh, he steals the show on Bebe's piece. One of my verses of the year is an honorable mention there. And uh, Masai, Son of the Night, she's great as well. There's a guy called Zero on here. So, so be it. His singing and rapping style works. So, it's like sublime with the bed of music like this. Never heard of him other than that. Nappy Nina as well. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, just a great album. I'm glad that I got to talk to about uh, talk about it a little bit here as well. Uh, so, Quale, Chris though, and we talked about Alchemist as well. Big up anyone who went to the Action Bronson, Alchemist and Earl Sweatshirt gig in London, uh, in Brixton, because Quale, Chris came out and did a track with Earl and it was fucking great. And Alchemist was brilliant and Action was, oh yeah, what a night. Great show. Hip Hop Kings, they're back. Love it. Brilliant. Let's go. And Arm and Hammer this year. Fuck, what a year. <laughs> Right, so uh, Ray. Um, okay, so James has got one left. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. James has got one album left. Ray, what album are you bringing next, my friend, to your favorite year uh, of the year so far? By the way, we're at half seven. We're doing really well tonight. Really that's because well. I'm producing. I've got producer head today. Yeah, Ray, I'm Ray impressed, mate. It. It's been it's been very strict. I like it. Ray, don't fuck it, fuck it up. What you got next? Can I speak? Big old pause. Can, yeah, go can I speak? Okay, fine. Um, Paul Wall terminology. Okay, talk your talk. Talk your talk. That's just um, yeah. It's just it's weird. It's just the combination. It's called start to finish, and it's the like it's the combination of rappers that you didn't know you needed. Like, <laughs> what, what, what's Paul Wall and terminology doing together? It's very odd, isn't it? It's, it is. it's like they didn't, they couldn't afford a full album, so they had to share one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's <laughs> really it's weird. It's because the, the beats as well. Ah, uh, maybe they're maybe they're more terminology kind of beats, but they're just kind of chilled and they're just kind of. Um, it's not like the deep bass kind of southern shit that you'd usually find Paul Wall on, but. Um, it's just a really chilled album and uh, um, they're both, it's just an in really interesting combo. Uh, I keep, keep going back mm -hmm. to it and it's just this one tune, Recognise My Car, is just, you know, the, there's certain tunes that like on my walk to work and there's a, there's a walk where I'm, there's a moment, I listen to a podcast on the, on the train and then when the train arrives, I'm like, there's a, like a five minute walk. There's enough time for one tune from the train to my desk basically. So, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and that's, just, you know, when you're like, oh, quick, cause I, I get caught out cause I'm not, I'm not paying attention to the, the train stopping. I'm like, oh fuck. All right. Um, what am I going to listen to? What am I going to listen to? And this, but if, if I just find this on the playlist, I'm like that, that's, that's the one. That's the one. Actually, my, my recent okay. go-to recently, just to give you an idea of how important this little walk is to me is Naz is like. <laughs> so if, if fucking, <laughs> if recognize my car is getting up there ahead of Naz is like, it's fuck it. It's a, it, you know, wow. anyway, it's a big, it's, it's a good tune to start your day to. Who's on the beats on this? I, I have only just listened to it. I'll be honest. I have last two days, maybe. Uh, no idea to be really honest. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. And the production hit me more than anything. I was like, oh, right, this is quite interesting. Let's go. And yeah, like I never asked for this. I never <laughs> even thought about this. Yeah. But it's here. And wow, okay, cool. We've got that, right? Is that not a better universe to be in? Maybe that we've got it than we haven't? I don't know. James, what, 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 where, where are you at with it? Um, I want to know, first of all, uh, as a follow-up to this album, which of these three albums would you prefer? Both of you, got to, you can answer this. Would you prefer Mike Jones and Saigon? Uh Chameleonaire and Papoose, 
or Lil, oh. or Lil Flip and Apathy. Got got to make a choice there. What's what's your preferred Lil one Flip. of like rapidy rap lyricist with sort of early two thousands <laughs> deep south culture kind of one hit Flip. wonder. What was the first one again? Dave but- what? Mike Mike Jones and Saigon, Chameleonaire and Papoose, <laughs> or Lil Flip and Apathy. It's the first two. And Mike Jones. Mike Jones, Mike Jones, Mike Jones and Saigon wins it. Like that, yeah. That, yeah. Okay. I, think that I, wanna hear, I wanna see that happen. If I yeah, can someone think of a project name? Can someone get out there and make a Mike Jones just mashup tape? I'd <laughs> love that. That'd be what the fuck. But is that not what we could have put? Uh, Paul Wall and Terminology. Oh, wait, hold on. Paul, they've got fucking start to finish up. It is, uh, an, it is an album for people who did like mashups in the early 2000s, who wonder where bootcut jeans and Little John went. Um, and who missed Friends Reunited. It's that kind of album. It's like, oh, <laughs> early 2000s, bring it back. I can't, I, 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 didn't, I didn't hate this. It's not, it's not my thing. It's got some horrendous choruses on it. Uh, it was entertaining and mm-hmm. it made me appreciate King Crooked even more because he comes on it yeah. and, you know, terminology is not that good a rapper. Paul Wall is in, charismatic, but not that good a rapper. And then King Crooked comes on and makes you go, this is... This is how you do a bit of lyrical miracle. This is yeah, yeah. really, yeah, he, he's levels above them. Did, did anyone enjoy um, on Thailand, the Foxy Brown maths type chorus? Where he was like, we'll make 200. That's 100 for me and 100 for you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's the whole chorus. Yeah, good, oh, good work. You've, great work. You've divided 200 into two. Good work. <laughs> And that was the hot, that, they repeat that, that over and over again. It was really weird. I missed that. I missed that. Foxy Brown's thing still going uh, still going large. Affirmative action. Love that. Yeah, it's not it's as advanced. Going. She's she's like <laughs> she went in. She's year yeah. eleven trigonometry. That's yeah, proper trigonometry. Year eight shit. In there. Year eleven trigonometry. Love that. But yeah, awful uh, so choruses. And there's monster drink energy in the video for Thailand. They have a really long shot of someone opening a can of monster energy. Really? Energy. That's weird. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is odd. Okay. I, again, I haven't... Maybe I need to just watch that, though. It sounds a bit... Like, yeah, it was, I'm glad Ray bought it. Do you it drink that? Entertaining. What, Monster Energy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I don't, it's it's massive. Not. I just don't understand why people yeah, drink huge. it. Mate, kids... I don't I understand. Eyeballs when we used to own a shop. Monster Energy would fly out. It's like, crazy. And they're massive as well. Like, you give me <laughs> yeah. that much of it. And I, but like, it tastes it, awful. It, it literally is beginning of role models it is that the beginning of role models where they've got that energy drink and they're pissing green and it's like this is just death this is poison it's linkin so park in a can yeah that's it that's exactly it yeah yeah relentless relentless yeah. relentless is type typography is is that completely um okay brilliant okay i like that poor wall terminology sorry i couldn't say much more on it but it is solid i think it's definitely got a few bangers on there that i feel like might stick around for the end of the year yeah. uh but yeah, okay, let's go. Uh, so, oh, Osman Iqbal, you're right. Demigod! <laughs> <laughs> you did mention the demigod. I did. And we I, did. We, I, I even forgot to yeah. do it myself. I thought at the time maybe I'd do it, but no, forgot. Yeah, forgot. Yeah. Uh, Steve Piper, I missed most of this, got home and realised I had to set up my new router. Oh, bless you, mate. Uh, but there you go. Hopefully, hopefully get, get, get involved after. So, shall we do my okay number three now i've done three haven't i yeah number two of the year oh raymond ridge let's get ready cities of eve man blows the hall which we've kind of right. done already this year haven't yeah. we? 
We have. We, we've done a very extensive review of it. Ray had a full-on meltdown. If you want to listen to that, go on back into our episodes. You'll find it there for you. Uh, I, As I said then, I think it is one of the most powerful musical statements of this year for me. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's powerful. So, it is. Uh, it's, it's, it's got this variety to it. It's got fucking identity. It's got my idea of like, oh shit, yeah, you don't... Like, people man plays the horn is just a rapper's voice isn't it it's just and that has come to me as i've listened to it over the year you know like oh yeah you 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 couldn't afford or you haven't had the means to play instruments but your horn is this and that whole skit that explains Mm. it on the album is brilliant and the powerful musical statements for it have really come to the fore since march now you could go on for 25 minutes just don't no, no, I'm not going to. No, I'm just going to just summarize it. I've literally only got two more lines, actually, Ray, if you want to stick with it. You're reading this. I've like two notes. That's literally all it is. I'm not going to go into the tracks. If you want, Apple every, you, you said, did you write this, what you're saying now, Dan, as well? Yeah, right. All of this that, now. Did you write that down? <laughs> this. <laughs> all written that down. Uh, I would say, yeah, it's it's got what's come to the fore this year after the review is that holy shit you are like kind of really encompassing your identity through like what music you've been into and loved and repackaged it into what is uniquely you your sound i can't think of anyone else who does music like this yeah i can it's just kanye west put through an abstract hip-hop filter with a bit of soundcloud on the side it's It's not it's it's good i'm not saying it's bad but i'm not saying it's like this is like totally different from anything i've heard it sounds like kanye but just like it's you know it's it's, we've got kanye at home we've got kanye beats at home no this is better than kanye for me first better than kanye beats yeah it sounds like modern day kanye where he just chops different stuff up and it's a bit and then put through a bit of an abstract filter and like not got the sample clearances as much it's it's good I don't dislike mm. it. And I think it has got some really good artistic moments in that are different to that, but it has got a lot of, you know, Kanye's more like, I don't know, angular, less, you know, what he does these days where he's just like, let's slam a beat in here and bang. It's changed yeah, the sound entirely. I think, I think what I would definitely give it is, it has influence. He's probably grown up in that era, I assume. He's younger, younger. Uh, but I would say, uh, yeah, I, I can't, I can't see, I can see it's a part of that school, but I can't see it as like a prov- prevailing factor in i think it's influenced but, definitely like i wouldn't say it's mm. a rip-off of it but like yeah there was moments where was like, kanye i could imagine kanye you has thought about this and then gone kanye out. will rip this kanye will rip no this way go, oh, no right, way this is that. ripping kanye definitely <laughs> okay well there you go again if you want more on this album go back but it is my number two <coughs> and why would you more yeah. at the end of the year why would I'm you sure. why would you want more on this um <laughs> there you go that's ray's review again i think ray would ruin the last meltdown he had by saying anything else so let's hurriedly moving it on <laughs> hurriedly moving it on to oh james you got your last one my, what is your last my last favorite? one of the mm-hmm. evening i'm not going to bring saba because that i've not listened to that as much and i think it's, Ooh, he's I a weird one i i He's a strange one, Sarah, because he's got so much talent and there's so many like melodic moments in it. But yeah, it just hasn't grown on me. Yeah, yeah, such a great I, R&B album. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, isn't it? It's yeah, definitely I, I more sing song rap. I think he's rap. going in. Yeah, he's, I think, got, he's going in. But I'm not bringing that. I'm not bringing that. Um, I'm going to bring an album that definitely won't be on my top five of the year at the end of the year, but that has mm-hmm. two absolute, uh, three actually amazing songs on it. And then a lot of stuff that I'm not interested in. Uh, Pusha T's new album. Oh, 
Yeah. Which, which has Dreaming of the Past, uh, Let the Smoke Shine the Coops, and Diet Coke. I'm here for those all day. Biggest bangers of the year. I yeah. made some brilliant lyrics on them. Not as keen mm. on the rest of the album, but you can't you can't say those aren't massive songs. Absolutely. hundred yeah, percent. He's fucking yeah, it's honorable mentions for me as well. It was on my five for a while. Uh, Kendrick dropped and I'm just rinsing this more. But yeah, I'm not, I'm unsure if it's going to have the staying power of Daytona because I found myself listening to Daytona no, yeah, good exactly. few years after. Yeah, I still listen this, to it. I'm not sure. Daytona back to back, all the tracks are great on it. I could keep, I yeah. could listen to that all the way through. This, not so much. It's really patchy. I would, I'll, I'd definitely say one thing. Pusher is uh, one of the rappers of the year, though. Like throughout this, he has got lines and lines and lines. He's not my rapper of the year. We're going to get to that, but he is one of, I would say. And uh, I think one of the features of the year for me as well is can we just shout out fucking Malice and to have Malice back and think, oh shit, Crips, Clips reunion would be just yeah. perfect. I think they actually, yeah. I think they actually performed. Wow, well, the Partridge then. Yeah. <laughs> I liked hearing him back though. I thought his verse was wicked. Yeah. I can't what song he's on. Yeah. No? It's just yeah, more, okay. it just sounds just like Pusher, but less into drugs, more into God. <laughs> I thought they, I thought they complimented each other really but, well. So lyrics on Dreaming of the Past, bro, bro, you brothers ain't flexing, you cramping. My weight keeping brothers on the bikes like Amblin'. Love that. <laughs> the, the logo Amblin. for Spielberg, yes. Uh, and <laughs> MJM Gambling blew a, blew a small mansion, annoyed because this bitch called, uh, called Colin Lanvin, no, Colin Lanvin, Lanvin. I can't even do it. But yeah, I like the fact that he's just annoyed the pronunciation like that. <laughs> and then even Kanye comes with one. I used to watch Fresh Prince and hope the house would be mine. Could have bought it, but I didn't like the way the kitchen was designed. Just, <laughs> it's just such a middle class lyric, but I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It really is. It does. But it has their moments. That was that, um, what's the start of Diet Coke again? T- yesterday's price is not today's what's price. What's that from? Because that, that's Fat Joe, isn't it? What's that from? Uh... Fuck, I can't. I'm going to look it up now because I've. Please show us. Yeah, people out there, let us know. But, mate, yeah, I, I've, I love Pusher's uh, output this year. It's been fucking great. That album's good. Ray, you in? You in on that? That album? How was Pusher? the kitchen designed in Will Smith's Fresh Prince? Do you remember they had the island? Yeah, it's it had kind like of a I- table. And then it had. Uh, oh, yeah, and just well, the, the they're kind of cooking over to the side, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I suppose that's because you've got Jeffrey, haven't you? So Jeffrey would just be over there and the family would be yeah, kind of... Of course he would. But Jeffrey was obviously... Anyone start the new Bel Air? What? I'm never watching Anyone that. Start the new... I'm never watching that. Why would you watch Started that? it today. Have you watched... Uh, just because we had nothing else to watch at lunch. So we thought put it on. Literally watch anything yeah. else. Why would you watch that? <laughs> I'll watch my Cities of Bees music videos again then. Uh, but, okay, watch... Okay. A new... <laughs> Bel Air above Cities of Eve, and then but 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 push a T for you, Ray. What 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 what's he saying? Push a T this year for you. You try and steer it back, steer it back to the subject. I'm trying, trying to get it wrapped up on time. <laughs> Don't know if that's a, <laughs> yeah. The, p- time, push a T. Yeah. I'm actually there's a lot of it. I t- to be honest, and I uh, went for a walk before this because I wanted to persuade myself I wasn't dying of COVID. I mean, which I am slowly, and um, so. And I just found myself listening through to the listen to the whole album because I, I usually go for you guys' suggestions and just skip, skip, skip until something moves me. And just all just all of that. That I mean, I, I obviously skipped to Diet Coke because I was like, 
That's just fuck, such mm. a ridiculous what fucking joke. I don't know how. So there's something about it, isn't it? Something you know when it's just the stars align and and, and there's something just yeah. there's something simple. It's really simple about it. It's just it it's, right. it's one like a, it's a four bar loop, isn't it? So that's it done. And yeah. it's, and it's just just something about it where you, you can just fucking listen to it forever. It's ridiculous. But. It's Kanye, isn't it? It's Kanye. Yeah. This, this, no, it's not Kanye. It's, half, it's Kanye beats half half put half Pharrell beats. No, it's yeah. no that yeah. no but. That that beat's not. I can't remember the name of it. It's some guy because Diet I, Coke isn't. No, no, Diet it's Coke. it's someone, some other guy. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, right. Ah. Like uh, another, another producer. I'm blanking on his fucking name now, but because I I just saw some, you know. So the, uh, it, I've been at home with COVID. So I've been eight eight wh- keys and Kanye ah. West. Eight eight keys. Right? Yes, it, oh, eight yeah, eight okay. keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I only yeah, came across right. it because you know you open, you make the mistake of opening TikTok, and you're like, oh, I'll just look for a couple, and then three hours disappears. <laughs> and one of the videos I saw was him explaining um, that he made that beat like a few years ago, and now now it's blown up because oh. of Pusha T. Yeah. But any, anyway, yeah, that's oh, just... Uh, a few years ago. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But yeah, Diet Coke, one of my bangers of the year. There you go. Well, Ray, I, I, Ray I, I'm yeah. glad that you're on board. Again, another album that we're all on board with. We've done this a few times, twice today, which is more than more than usual midterm reports. Do we all like... It's, do you like the other tracks on it? Or is it just the singles that you... Or those those tr- tracks that they're over? Because oh, I, I wasn't that fussed about a lot of their other stuff. No, no, no. I think it's got. I think what we talked about, Brambleton. That's fucking. Yeah, it's all right. It's pretty good. Yeah. Dreaming of the past. Hear me clearly. Is another great one. Rock and roll. I didn't like to begin with, but the Kid Cudi thing came through. Uh, so yeah, no. There's actually quite a few. Open air. That's another one, mate. Yeah, it's fucking solid. Just comes in a year when I've just rinsed other stuff more. Do you know what I mean? Or I don't know. The coke crap is always good, uh, but when you've got Conway doing what he's doing, that I don't know. That that elevates it above coke crap for me at that time. But. There we go. Jay, so, Ray, have you got your last one? Shall I do my last one? My last one? i got two more because mine... Oh, I got, go on then, Ray. Because I got, I got five, whereas you both uh, semi-generic and repeat your choices over each other. Love that. No? Ray, well, you mean we point? agree on things? <laughs> I know that's foreign to you, mate, but, you know. <laughs> Ray, Raymond, what, what have you got? What is, your, uh, what is your next one? So, next one is Meth Lab. Oh, Method Man. So, yeah, reaction. Oh, Method Man. <laughs> Mate, Meth Lab 3 in it. It's Meth Lab 3 as well, isn't it? Is yeah, it yeah, yeah. Meth Lab 3 is just. Yeah. He's had two others. He's had two others. Let's not forget. Did you forget like, that he had two others? Because I did. Yeah. I like, I did really like, I love Meth. I do. But Solo Projects went out the window after 2002, mate. Just for me, with Meth. Like, yeah. never had a Solo Project where I've been like, what happened in the nineties was fucking great. You know, didn't even I didn't but, even like his solo projects in the nineties. Like I liked some songs off them. Didn't like the but, albums that much. Cows. Probably the one the, the worst solo. Not the worst. There's probably some shit members who bought out worse albums. But yeah. No, but you love uh, the one about Armageddon. That one, you know, when he's like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> that's, that's all right. That's all. Right. Yeah, it's got like yeah. I remember yeah, that one. Uh, but Ray, go, go on then. Meth Lab, Method Man. What is it about this album? How has it got into your five? All that good shit. Let's why go. do you like this, right? Why? This just meth kills it. Meth is, this shows it. Why it shows displays why he's a top five rapper. Just just um, just fucking effortless. Wow. Just the charisma and lyricism and the the flow or just all of it is just and and the beats across here are ridiculous. Plus he's got um, people like fucking. Um, 
just but the butterfly effect, RJ Payne. This is we've already spoke about that. That track's just fucking ridiculous. And um yeah, live from the Meth Lab, Red Man KRS. It's just there's 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 another switch size with Jada Kiss. There's just loads on here, which is just people f- from the nineties showing just doing what doing what they do. I it's just it's um yeah, I just I really fucking enjoyed it. I just noticed um, yeah, Ninja's Rose has uh, noticed that I'm not looking too rosy. Was... Anyway, I'm trying to trying to look more alive. Let me, let me put the fucking let me put the light on. As you say that, Osman does say weight does cam right down every oh wow. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, it's actually I think what the phrase was. It was I was like wow. And that's the reference that you're looking for. Uh, Ninja Rose, Push It is my number six. I think it's his best project so far. Oh, outside Diet Coke, I think Pharrell got Kanye in the beats. It's a wrong, op- it's a wrong opinion, but you know. Okay, no, no, I'm here for that chat. Brambleton's Neptune. Uh, Brambleton's Pharrell, isn't it? Uh, Ninja Rose, I have to say, Ray, you're not looking too rosy. There we go. Uh, you're looking the same colour as Roger from American Dad at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. Uh, but, okay, so Push, I'm glad that we've got to talk about Pusher, though. In the same year, you know, there's quite a bit of shit. 2022 didn't seem like it started so quick and so much good shit kind of kind of i don't know i kind of settled down a little bit but looking at this now fuck me we've had a bit of a year haven't we it's actually quite good shit uh so okay my number one uh, so ray that's ray you got one more do you want to do your number one now what other, what other one you got there then it's not number one they're not in order your last one then <laughs> the last one is Your number one <laughs> probably actually it probably is my favorite the beats the beats on this are fucking ridiculous but it only just came out so i've not had a time to rinse it properly um logic logic's latest album final days oh i've not even heard it you not listen to it no no what's it called, Can't remember what it's called. i final started days. it at, i started it at four o'clock yesterday and i only just finished it it's that fucking long oh my god final days vinyl oh. days vinyl days Oh, okay. Uh, I thought the fi- final days sounds very much <laughs> of that meme where it's like, you know, when he comes out, he's like, I didn't, I'm going to kill myself yesterday or something like that. That fucking hell, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a, he's a, yeah, I mean, he divides opinion. I have liked him very much in the past. Uh, I haven't kept to date too much. Ray, what, what is the vinyl days? 30, tr- I mean. Jesus fucking Christ. Literally within this same recording, We've got both of you fawning over Kendrick doing a fucking double album going, oh my God, oh, oh God, look how much he, oh, he's, he does some, he's pulls, he pulls tracks in from every, he's got so many tracks, oh wow, fawning over him for fucking ages. And then the very next minute we're talking about someone else's as a similar length album, you're like, oh, 30 tracks. I didn't say that. It's not a similar length, it's a way say, longer I album. At all. I didn't say that at all. What I actually said was, Ray, the funny thing is, if you let me finish, no, Ray, I'm not going to let you finish because you're ironically <laughs> not letting me finish. So anyway, if well, if you I literally paid attention to the thread, if you paid attention to the thread, if you paid attention to the thread, I'm not getting a mini metro. I'm not getting a mini metro. I'm not getting a mini metro. It was too easy not to do. Sorry, it was too easy not to do. No, no one's listening to what you say. I literally didn't hear what you said because we're both talking. So I don't know what you're trying to do. So, um, I led, I, I've basically already gone through the 30 tracks and I sent you both a playlist with only 12 tracks that are worth listening to because the rest of them are nonsense. 
I did you the I did the work Nonsense. for you. I'm, I'm, oh, I made it. I didn't realise you'd done that. I, I did actually. I did see that you'd put less, and then I went to the full album to listen. I listened to the whole album. I'm doing my motherfucking oh, homework. Wow. That was your first mistake. Wow, Ray. Is it? Did you? Yeah. I I was surprised. Well, I was going to say was that? It's like I don't. I, I thought Ray. The one thing you've always flown the baton of are drums, and I don't like long albums. What's different about this one to other ones you've not liked that could have moments that are good, but there's just 30 or Don't try and find consistency in his opinions, mate. No, but I just want to, I genuinely want to know, what is it about Logic's like one that made you go, actually, no, this is fucking brilliant. But Logic, so Logic, can, your, Logic actually has lyrics. Yeah, it actually has bars. And the, be, the beats, but like, you've got to check out uh, Quasi, Tetris, um, the fucking hell! Some of the some of the beats on Tetris here are just such a yeah, logic name. It, yeah, such a but, logic title. Yeah, it it totally is. But it, but also the tune is a really fucking logic tune as well. You just have to you mm. got to check it out. Um, this is what I've said in the past, and I know. Oh, and there's a pre, the there's bridge, a primo. Else, there's a primo tune as well. Oh, of course. Well, there you go. That's, that's how you get. I'm, that's I'm how in. you get rust in. in your end of the year ones. You just have a primo track on it. <laughs> got rust. I'm, I'm, I'm in when someone's I'm always here to hear a bit new primo mate but the interesting thing is that I've said this before Ray doesn't see the bridge interesting what you think James but I do feel like it's an oddity that you love logic but you hate Kendrick so much not even the fact that you, you won't give Kendrick the time of day but for me logic kind of is Kendrick like he they're so absolutely the nothing like things. each other at all anyway but I will show you YouTube videos which show you that they are. He literally does what Kendrick does. Uh, no, he doesn't. All I'm saying. Okay, there we go. Ray's you willing to watch that video? Nice. Okay, cool. Just want to know. Where well, you, sorry, where I wasn't you listening. What, your what videos? Uh, I was just saying, uh, uh, logic is Kendrick to me. He says they're nothing like, and that's what I find really interesting. I don't I think they're anything like one another. Nothing alike okay, at all. No. Okay. You heard hip hop before, this. mate. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, he, he's, he blatantly rips Kendrick at times. There are moments where I'm oh, like, he rips everyone, though. He's a culture vulture. He's but a, he does, he, yeah, I mean, that's a bit of a that's a real. Well, not culture vulture, <laughs> but he's a he's a magpie. He steals loads of stuff from like like yeah, he does all the way. From, I mean, he does it. Types. He do, he's one of the yeah. He's Tarantino. He's like, I'm saying I'm doing it, so it's okay. I'm doing mm. it, guys. And like, but he even called them the Tarantino tapes because he knows he's doing it. Yeah, but so he knows. Yeah, but it's like I've just punched you in the face, but I knew I was punching you in the face. I knew yeah. it was bad. I knew it was bad that I did. But it. I'm not saying this. But that's the thing. I don't think it's been bad. But where my thing stumbles is I don't. I don't understand why you hate one so much but love the other so much and the disparity be that big. Because because well, Logic does the whole rapping a lot more on his... He does a lot more lyrical, miracle stuff. And like, mm-hmm. if you like that, he he's the guy who I was saying earlier, he's never seen a beat and, and looked for, oh, I shouldn't go too crazy on this. I should let, you know, make this a really good piece of music where I sit mm-hmm. in with the beat. Like I'm just instead he's like, how many lyrical backflips can I do on this track? And it's mm. I don't hate it. And I I list like I said I listened the whole way through. It's not got any awful songs on it. It's got a lot of stuff that I wasn't that fussed about. And I can the beats. There's some really good beats on it. It's just and I don't even dislike Logic because like Pitchfork hate Logic. They wrote the review for they wrote for this was really scathing. Um, the, mm, it's yeah. just he's not. He does a lot of bars that are empty bars, which is why I'm surprised 
He's got punchlines occasionally, but he's got a lot of empty bars on this. Um, Not saying anything kind of thing. But it's all, It's yeah. what we said Vince was saying. Vince Staples had the same problem. That's what, yeah, that's what you felt about Vince. I felt like Vince had a lot more sort of emotional heft to his album than this on this. But, but the weird thing is, Logic does bring that emotional, like, you know, racial identity, fucking suicide shit. He has done that. Like, he, I haven't heard this album. Yeah, like he, on this album, he sounds like he's doing that Eminem thing where he was, uh, or at least... He did get pissed off. He's got an interesting bit about Fantano. There's a whole whole verse about Fantano on this. Uh, do you know what Anthony Fantano's pointed out the Kendrick thing, if I remember correctly, actually in one in one review. Okay, but yeah, go on. But go yeah, on. so what, what did he say about Fantano? Then he just talked about how he wanted to kill him after <laughs> like hearing his review. He wanted to kill. Oh, what as in like he's come to terms with it now? Maybe. Yeah, he's come to terms with it now. But like, yeah, right. like so stuff oh, like that's kind of interesting. Like, yeah, I, it's not a bad that. album. It's not a bad album. Just if if you love Logic, you'll love this, and if you well, Don't, okay. Then, but yeah. yeah. But do you know what, Ray? Do check that Def C album out. Because I'm wondering out of these five, these are five actually quite good albums. I don't think there's one album I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's pretty. But then again, I usually think that with yours. I never really think there's one that's fucking dog shit. Mind you, I haven't done that with James Z either. So I suppose it's just me not seeing the shit. You like everything. Did you like, yeah, Ray, did you like his Doc D stuff that he did? Do you listen to that at all? Logics. Logic did a, an album under the pseudonym Doc D uh, last year where he was doing, it was a bit of a sci-fi space odyssey themed album. Oh, oh I haven't, haven't heard Osmond's it. Osmond's talking about it literally as it, but yeah, it was quite yeah, good. I'm just looking at the chat. It right? was, was, it was quite good. The beats on it. I think you'd, re- if you, I think you might like it. Yeah. It, it was doom inspired. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, Osmond says, uh, Doc, Doc destruction is Logic doing a quasi doom impression with his voice pitched. I'll be honest, that really makes me feel a bit chundery inside. But yeah, I get you. I feel it. like that when he, because on this, he uh, mentions like, I love Dilla beats and I'm, I'm making a beat that's a bit like Dilla. And mm. bit... I don't mind you doing that, absolutely. But voice pitching, you're going that's uh, again, let's, let's, you know, when you got, you go to a, like, a party and it's, it's a kid's birthday and they're like, the kid, bring the piano out so I can show everyone how to do the piano. And like, I can jump the highest on the trampoline. And like, he's like that. <laughs> Logic is a bit. It's like everyone. There's okay. a bit on it where he talks about how he beat Jizzer in a chess game. Oh, mate. Okay, we get it. Like, he's taking. Oh, wow. You've gone too far. Awesome now. reference, though. He, lo- he loves the 90s references. He does. He knows his shit, to be fair. Uh, okay, quickly into the chat before our last ones to round up. Here we go. Steve Piper, did anyone big uh, Cockadrillo Turbo? It's a weird one. It, mate, Sub-Zero is one of my bangers of the year. I fucking love that. As I said earlier, I saw Action Bronson live. He was great. He did quite a few tracks off it. And uh, yeah, that is one of the strongest Bronson projects in a while I, I do really enjoy that uh, 30 tracks of logic is 29 too many tracks of logic <laughs> says possibly well <laughs> uh, Aaron Meany that only listened a few times uh, okay so okay talk about Bronson fair uh, and um, I enjoy Young Sinatra mixtapes and commercial albums haven't done it for me I was back on with you actually that's that's where I kind of really enjoyed Art logic when he first came out and the Tarantino shit was good as well but uh, yeah kind of kind of lost in, in, in the ether as, as it went but there we go so Raises 5 is set James is five. Shall I do my next one? I'll do my next one. Here we go. Right. So my number one album of the year so far. Ooh, it's just been a fucking year for this man. Athiopes, Billy Woods, it, and, and Preservation, sorry, of course, uh, who for heads back in the day probably know he did he did tracks on the Ecstatic with Most F and, and DJ'd for Yazin Bay and stuff like that. But not just that, he has done stuff with Carr. He has been in the game for a long time, and yet his production still sounds so fucking 
different to, for, for me uh, to other people and uh, where do i fucking start with this i do feel like if you guys enjoy this i will do a billy woods review with some people if you want it because we haven't really got time to go into it right now <laughs> not with these two they fucking yeah, it, no, but don't it's do just it dense, it's dense as <laughs> it's so dense yeah it's for the real that, heads who love that shit for sure but, yeah. but do you know when you said that backwards a lucid, you know, I told Bessie's another album, honorable mention. I've only really getting in. It's again, like I said, dense. You don't just go rip it in one, a bit like Iblis, Raja's Son, and Cities of Eve. I'll rip that in one and be like, whoa, this is, it's kind of hit you in the head more. Aethiopes has just been, I don't know, man. This guy's just, whatever you do think, his artistic run is probably one of the best of the century and this is odd that he doesn't keep bringing the level he's going for be the level he's aspiring to with the artwork the artwork being rembrandt the Aethiopes thing uh obviously i think it, not obviously because i didn't know how to really look it up but uh, it's what europeans used to call africans uh, during the slave trade stuff like that uh, you have all that level he's aspiring to. He's putting Rembrandt on the fucking album cover now. Like he's going, I don't think he might be consciously doing that, but he's, he's ripping like, it's just a fascinating window into a life. I don't know much about his identity and how even the skits on this album, he worked, it's a 1970s film. He worked at Congi's Harvest. I have wanted it to do. I'm going to watch it. And he's worked for decades just to license these things for 20 odd years. He's been working to get licenses and it drops like this. And you think, fuck, this is still pertinent to now. And you've had it in your head for 20 years. Like what kind of artist? It's just a, just kind of fascinates me. He's quite beguiling. I feel like people have called him or, or backwards and this kind of hip hop, like the vanguard of, 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 uh, underground hip-hop and i kind of see that i can absolutely see why it's been horrible to say the word packaged but it is slowly becoming that over arm and hammer's massive success uh, for underground hip-hop obviously not massive in commercial sense but like i don't know what does billy woods get a few hundred thousand streams on spotify compared to you know someone like logic who probably gets millions so well, he's got quite world. a lot on this. Billy Woods. Each track is over easily over a hundred thousand streams. So okay, two but average of about two fifty. That's pretty good. Okay, so that's actually quite big. So sizable enough to you for you to make an imprint it's a bit like you know back in the day you know in bristol there'd be fucking uh all that shit coming out like dubstep and stuff like that people only needed about 100 200 people to hear the music and then you birth burial you know what i mean and i'm not saying billy woods is going to birth anyone at this moment right now he is someone if you sleep on the care and craft he puts into albums like this with a producer like the alchemist with haram now he's got a uh, preservation on I think it's just premium. It's just premium. Like fucking sugar molasses rum has just been the way he write, just, just the way he says it is so fucking powerful. It's like a fucking war cry. And then you start seeping into you like, yeah, the three aspects of the slave trade back in the day were those three, 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 three things. And that's the weird thing. When you have this album, maybe you don't listen to it every day. Because it isn't, it's a little bit like, what was the album? We've had a few albums of the year where we've been like, you know, it's heavy. We talked about Conway this year, didn't we? We were saying Conway's heavy. You don't do your dishes to it. It's a bit like Aethiopes, but I do do my dishes to this shit because I, lo I love the production when it, and Billy Woods' fucking humour on this is amazing. Like, I just find it, yeah, just, there are some moments where I've got here, which is just ridiculous, but I'm going to go into them in a bit. Uh, James, Billy Woods, Aethiopes, wh where are you with that record? Do you? Do yeah, you it was uh, it was a really interesting listen. Um, yeah, probably it's one of those ones, yeah, where I'm not sure how often I'd play this, maybe not much, like, but it was 
artistically really interesting. This is, the beats were really like dark, menacing. Took me to, and his lyrics take you to a different place. Like you say, it's an insight into a different world, into his mind. Uh, yeah, didn't didn't love it, but a little voice sounded out in the middle. Listen to this, where I was like, that sounds familiar. I haven't heard that voice in a while. I didn't realize who it was. Breeze Bruin. And I was yeah, like, Bruin, who's yeah. that? That sounds like the guy from Prince of Monfils. It is the guy from Prince of Monfils. I hadn't heard him in ages. So that was quite, Bro. he's a teacher now. But Breeze Bruin's album last year, Ray, I told you about this last year as well. I think you actually did check it. It's fucking brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. Like Ray's got it all locked. It's just lines, it's just bars, bars, bars. But he's talking about teaching. And he's talking no, about that's that. cool genuinely the fact that breeze Bruins is having this little bit it's not even a little bit he's been around for a while but in my radar he's coming more into my rotation that is one of the positive cuts of the year for me him and lp and not just doing lp and him like oh yeah like cutting bits up genuinely making it a two or throw posse track instead of just it's not a posse track it unless it's got four people on it i think you should okay, know you of enough. all people should know that cam <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. I'll give you that. But as a, as a crew track, it's quite good that you have people. Who, at least it sounds like they've been in the studio together, right? It's at least LP is doing that shit where it's like, okay, and I love LP, and it doesn't do any favors for maybe Billy Woods and Backwoods trying to maybe separate themselves from the whole you know fucking Cannibal Ox situation. But <laughs> fuck it, they don't need to. They don't fucking need to. They can do what they want. It can be amazing. Cannibal Ox part two, as I've said before. It's fine. <laughs> but I think that you know, for me, it's uh, yeah. There, there's just moments in it where I've got it written here. Woods is going darker and funnier with his, his lyrics on here about war, paranoia, paranoia, fear, pain. But it's fucking funny. And unlike Conway, Woods and Preservation bring it into another dimension, which makes it more rewindable for me. Whereas Conway, as an honourable mention for me, but just cannot get that rewind out of it as much now uh, over the year. Uh, and just fucking innovative singular hip-hop. What, what, what are you saying to it, Ray? I know um, Hiding Places you enjoyed, I think, back in the day. But since then, you've not really been up on Woods too much? Or is that... A uh, I think he's one of those, you know, he's a um, Marmite, like you love him or hate him kind of thing. And for me, he's just mm. a bit, it's just like a, like a poetry evening, like just spoken word and you're, and you're just there. Like, and, and, you know, I just find him a bit, uh, I don't know, arrogant or preachy or just like, mm. uh, yeah, you know, he is a bit. Yeah, and I just like, yeah, it turns me off. Hmm. He also isn't that interested in like sitting in the pocket of the beat, is he? No. No, no. It's spoken word. Exactly. It's it's very spoken wordy, and I'm just, it's not not what I came came for. You know what I mean? Yeah, getting shouted at by an angry man isn't necessarily the vibe. Where's the the boom bat? Actually, actually, I'm doing it now. Are you going to do it over a boom bat beat or not? No? Fuck, Bill, 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 what are you doing to me, Bill? Come on. You're the Billy Woods of this podcast. This podcast is kind of like that, isn't it? This podcast is kind of just an angry man being shouted at you. But but again, look, this is is it. Like you said, Marmite, maybe. I think that um, opening bars like, Fucking hell, what's he say? I think Menzgutu Halle Maram is my neighbor. Whoever moved in has put up an automated or automated gate up. That was like, who the fuck is this guy? Why are you telling me about African history? Obviously, he he has history from all over the world. He's this is one thing that he does really fucking well. I know people have noted this in reviews before, but I just want to bring it to you guys as well. The way Woods brings today's what I gather is the black experience in America, which is what he is 
referring to with Arm and Hammer and some of his shit, all the way round to that experience being global and historical is it's just kind of re- amazing. Like it is just noteworthy. We need to realize this guy is do- who else is fucking doing that? Immortal Technique did shit like that, but his was way more blunt, way more to the point. Bill- Billy Woods is doing it where he's talking about that, then he'll talk about something else that's nothing to do with it. Then he'll make a sports reference and then he'll talk about eating chicken whilst his missus is sleeping on the couch and he's watching documentaries. So although you guys have that angry, I don't think he has, his anger is pointed in the fact that you guys did this shit. It's all very subversive. It's all a bit more like hidden within it. Definitely there is anger, righteous anger, you could say from his point of view, maybe. But I think like when you're saying stuff like, um, I've got this other shit here where he just says, hold on, I've got it here. Heavy water. What is a multiverse Benzino? When he's talking about, you know, I'm the multiverse Benzino. What the fuck is that? Like, what does that mean? In like, another multiverse used... where Benzino didn't disseminate him, is that what he's trying to say? <laughs> or, or is he, I don't, I don't and know. And the source magazine's is... still going. <laughs> but this is what I mean. I think that, No Hard Feelings is one of them where he just, another one where he's, he, 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 he will give you different interpretations of the song title. He sticks to concepts if he's going into that. The beats on this are fucking insane. Like, oh my God, Savage, Christine Harlem, that beat switch, Fatboy Sharif, Big Up, um, Heavy Water, Smith and Cross. One of the saddest fucking tracks. You remember, no, Remorseless is one of the saddest tracks I've heard in hip hop since, I think it was Sins of the Father by Carr all those years ago. And fuck me, Remorseless. Wolves, another one, 9X. This is Posse Cut, 9X. I think that might have it. Who is it? Elucid, Demot Vesey, Quelle, Chris, Billy Woods. There we go. Posse that's, Cut a, that's, a, that's a Posse Cut. Yeah, official. Here we go. Stop. Here we go. This is what I'm talking about when his opening bars, it's anger, but it's humor. When he's like, fucking, uh, the future ain't flying, isn't flying cars, it's Rachel Dolezal absolved. Yeah, I, I, that was on Fantano, he mentioned that, and I looked it up. It was kind of, that's the woman who is like sort of doing blackface every day. Black, <laughs> yeah, yeah cl- claims black ancestry. I think she even was Native American at one point and just has been kind of falsified. But that's what I'm talking about. That's the cleverness and depth he brings uh, it does make you google yeah fair enough but jesus like i love doing that so um yeah i don't think there's going to be much that's going to i mean i love elucid's new album imagine someone put this on twitter imagine if elucid and billy woods had brought out um this as a love box uh, uh love box and uh, beneath below you know the outcast album where it was like they're gonna uh, play this at love box this year not a fucking love box. How have I got this fucking <laughs> speaker box? Jesus Christ. I'm, yeah. I'm so tired. I've not even got COVID. Uh, Andre and uh, Big uh, Big Boy brought out that double album. This could be that if they'd done that. That'd be amazing. Uh, but yeah, so James, fair enough. Ray, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, said, Ray said his piece, right? So uh, let's have a look at what people are saying in the chat before we wrap it up and get James's last one. Or Ray's No, I'm one. done. We're all done. Oh! That was it. Oh wow! Look at that! All look at that! Five's pretty done. much in, within an hour. We're uh, two hours. That's amazing. And we've not even got to all the other categories yet. <laughs> I can't. I can't go. I know, I know. I know. Don't worry. We'll do it. Uh, but so let's have a quick listen to what people are saying here. Anyone feeling Quelle Chris Death Fame? That is one of my bangers of the year. It will be done in the categories in a minute. That Ninja Rose is fucking brilliant. About artist dying what it feels like afterwards for people oh left behind oh actually it's amazing uh it clicked cam ninja rose thank you i knew, I knew you'd get to billy woods it's sausage sausage 
Osman Iqbal's called it sausage and heavy water are incredible tax. Uh, LP and Breeze Brewing collaborating again is great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they were part of their short-lived indelible MCs from the Raucous days. There you go. Boom. I didn't know that. Uh, Steve Piper, LP and Killer Mike have been in the studio with Westside Gun. Oh, might be hearing that later this year. Oh, that sounds... Run the jewels with Westside Gun. I mean, I'm here for it. Whose beats are they going to be over? LPs or stuff that uh, Westside's bringing? It's got to be. It's got to be Westside curating. I'm sure. Yeah, because you've had you've had Killer Mike on uh, Alfredo, so it's not the craziest. But no, still, I'm here for that. Uh, made men <laughs> greater than Arm and Hammer, says Osmanic Bell. Benzino all day uh, till you die. Uh, I like the beats better than Eastern Medicine, uh, Western Illness, which are pretty good. I love that album, uh, Osman. But the beats on, on Atheops might just be some of the best that fucking this year. It's just amazing. Uh, but yes, there we go. So we are going to go into our categories in a minute, but let's bid adieu to James. Ray, are you comfortable staying on for this live show to do these categories? Another 20 minutes or so? He looks it. Your time? <laughs> he slowly turned yellow what are these yellow. categories you, you've falling over Kendrick and Billy Woods even more or? Uh, no no we've got lots of cities of Eve here we've got <laughs> 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 no we've got we have got coming up bangers of the year verse of the year feature of the year uh, 90s rediscovery best hip hop moments on the podcast best hip hop moments in just do it as a separate one we'll do, do it another day you want to do this one uh, I'll do it day? with you another day yeah Okay, right, let's let's lock that in for another day, long out my process even more. But it's all there, isn't it? <laughs> do you know what we'll do? Do you know what we'll do? We're gonna half this. We're gonna do top fives for you patrons and thank you for supporting. Honestly, big up, thank you for supporting us. We hope if you want more, let us know what other stuff you want, because we'd like to do that shit for you. Uh, but um we should do the next one just live on YouTube then. Maybe what we should do is the category just live on YouTube and let everyone join in and see what 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 fun we can get up to there. That would be cool. But uh but yeah, let's let's have a think about it. But either way, sorry it's cut I mean two and a bit hours. I'm sorry we're cutting it short, but one of us has got COVID over here. He's fucking struggling. He's turned white, he's turned from grey to yellow to fucking white. Just got <laughs> I'm any, not the whitest know, man on the podcast anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not James is the whitest man. And uh, you know, we I hope that's give you enough food for thought for tonight guys in the chat but yes so last great thing you heard then guys before we go uh ray mm. or, or james i'll go james let ray go first let go ray go okay. first i've got i've prepared uh, last great piece of music you heard ray could be old could be new what is it and why it is um second exit are you familiar with second exit are they a group or a band what is this i think they're a uk group and they got had a track called if you wouldn't mind and um never heard of them it's it's just it's a ridiculous tune uh it's from i think it's it's recently been re-released this year and it's, i think the album's from uh 2019 um no 2016 uh self-titled album called second exit and uh they just got a tune about uh it's just about the jubilee line being on the jubilee line if you wouldn't mind it's just oh. and just the way he, he raps about just you know, the Jubilee line just being a bit of delay and then just being at parties and just not really wanting to be there and just being <laughs> fake to be. But but just the, anyway, there's the way he. I don't, I, you, hold on. You just said, what did you say? Self-titled? No, second exit, second exit. <laughs> this, uh, I had to bring in another, another, uh, another uh, klaxon for you there, mate. Come on, Demigod, self-titled. Even if you just say the words, self-titled. Yeah, but I didn't say self-titled. I said second exit. But anyway, uh, no, but you said it's a self-titled song. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> Me and you got it. Me and you got it, Cam. Don't worry. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. 
So the, it matters. The real uh, but okay, right. We're gonna do you know what? The next episode I just realised we're gonna expand into more of this other shit, like non nine non hip hop music of this year and uh, i hope you bring these guys they sound great i think we should <laughs> right. do a i think James we should do a uh, a hip-hop book club but you bring an album and everyone on the everyone's got to listen to it and then we and then the, the viewers come on and tell us what they think about it too Okay, yeah, a book club, a book club, yeah. So like Oprah, you're the new Oprah, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> yeah. My my thing before I go, my last my last great piece of music. Uh, you, have you seen a bigger splash cam? Uh, why does that ring a bell? The guy Please. who directed um, "Call Me by Your Name," the film he did before that with Tilda Swinton. Ah, and, the old school one. Yeah. Have you okay. seen it? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, I, have, I cannot remember it. It's uh, it's got a brilliant piece of music in it. It's a great film, but uh, "Observatory mm. Crest" by Captain Beefheart and his magic band. <laughs> so, wow, yeah. you've been in the Beefheart realms. Go and check Those that realms. out. It's lush. Yeah. Those realm, realms need psychedelics, I feel, uh, Captain Beefheart, because they are, they're fucking mad. Uh, but there you go. That, I love that. Love that. Uh, my last great piece of music. Shit, I didn't even think about mine. Well, I was too busy listening to yours, guys. What have I got here? Uh, what I last listened to? Uh, oh, yeah, last listened to, and it's still fucking great. Beast of No Nation by Fellow QT. Uh, just one of the best songs of all time. Okay, I'm, ad- I'm adding that. I'm gonna. Oh mate, it's fucking incredible. We play that regularly in the house, and uh, yeah, it's got a lot of changes in it. It's just fucking incredible. Okay, that's added to uh, my to listen to list. But there you go. Uh, so people in the chat. Big yourselves up. Uh, oh, Steve Piper, I picked up a self-titled book wide album for a fiver today. Another one, anytime. That's amazing. Okay, wicked. Well, thank you for joining us in the chat, guys. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Go tell your mum, go tell your dad, go tell your brothers, sister, everyone. Create your way is out here doing its good shit. Raymond, thank you for joining us with COVID, mate. Go to bed now, mate, and get better. James, thank you for joining us from your uh, Padstow uh, existence over there. <laughs> and yeah, we shall catch you guys soon. Big yourselves up. Boom. And yeah, just tell us about your favourite albums as well. Let us know. Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. Peace. See you later. Peace. 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 Peace.